From Welcome Villain Films, the studio that brought you the horror hit Malum, as well as Beaten to Death and Hunter Killer, comes their newest nightmare, Mind, Body, Spirit, now available on digital. Directed by Alex Haynes and Matthew Miranda, and produced by Dan Asma, Mind, Body, Spirit follows Anya, an aspiring yoga influencer, as she embarks on a ritual practice left behind by her estranged grandmother. What starts as a spiritual self-help guide quickly evolves into something much more sinister. As Anya becomes increasingly obsessed with the mysterious power of the practice, she unwittingly unleashes an otherworldly entity that begins to take control of her life and her videos. Now, Anya must race to unlock the truth before her descent into madness threatens to consume her mind, body, and spirit. During its festival tour, which stops at Chattanooga Film Festival and the Unnamed Footage Festival, Mind, Body, Spirit garnered praise from critics who call it a found footage version of Hereditary and a knockout found footage horror movie for the live stream era. Experience the first ever yoga-themed found footage horror film and don't miss the film viewers have called extremely frightening and upsetting. Available now on digital anywhere you rent or buy movies online, including Prime Video and Apple Plus. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Don't touch that dial. You're tuned in to the Dread Podcast Network. What is your favorite scary movie? Oh, come on. You know I don't watch that shit. Why not? Too scared? No. No, it's just what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. Podcast, and we're gonna tell you the entirety of a movie, spoilers and all. And this week, I'm Kim Burns, and I'm going to listen and try and to this, stay alive. And this week, I'm Katrin Porter, and I am going to be the teller of the tale. That was a fun little standoff we just had. We never know who's gonna say the lines, and we both just <laughs> stared at each other for twelve minutes. <laughs> um, Gina holds uh, out. Tits up, my bitch. I have not had a blue moon in in a blue moon. Me neither. You're having a regular blue moon? Yep. I'm drinking yep. blue raspberry energy something drink. I'm blue, da-ba-dee-da-ba-da. Because <laughs> we're both blue. Blue! We are! Aw. I hate yeah. that song, though. I think that's up there oh, no, with, like, terrible. my, like, your release, you know, like, it's up there with... How bizarre, or or Margaritaville, hey, or what's going or on, or like, Margaritaville for you? Or... <laughs> that sounds pretty far up there for me. Yeah, no, that's um, a really bad song. No, I but I can't. I couldn't together. Mm-hmm. We're both blue. Oh my god! Of course we are. Yeah. Uh, 
What's happening with you? I always, now that I have a job that I work during the day, I take like a a little break in between and I just want to like turn my brain off. So Mm. then I feel completely unprepared for this part where I'm just like, oh, I didn't think of anything to say. (laughs) Oh, well, I can start then. Um, I have been righteously torturing myself um, to process my own personal sadness about various things by watching Dope Sick on Hulu. And um, I still can't do it. It's it's what it's kind of up there. There was some of oh, there was another show with them where I was like, yeah, was I don't know too. that I can like recommend for anyone to watch it because it's so damaging. But it's also like a good show. Like yeah. that's sort of how I feel about Dope Sick, where I'm like, it's an incredible show. The acting is out of this world. I will watch Michael Keaton read the phone book. Um, and this is I I honestly think this is like one of his best roles ever love Michael but Keaton. It's, he's very nice in person if anyone's wondering mm-hmm. I used to wait on him all the time god that makes me so happy mm-hmm. oh it makes me so happy um but it's incredible and I guess I am gonna recommend you to watch it but just like in a good be be conscious of like what state of mind you're in because it's based on Ooh. true stuff um yeah yeah it's that's uh, still happening yeah I have such a it's about the people that created um, Oxycontin. Oxycontin. It's like one family. Um, and I have, you know, two of my brothers were recovering heroin addicts. So it's like real close to me. Um, yeah. And it makes me so upset. So mm-hmm. I'm a little nervous, yeah. but I still probably will watch it at some point just to learn yeah. more. I think there was a whole thing about it on John Oliver once and I was like rageful about it. Purdue specifically? Or like the Oxycontin epidemic, which is uh, the, the family. Same. Yeah, yeah. Okay, they, is there they a name also mm-hmm. like chicken. They did. Yep. Yeah. I don't remember. Uh, it, well, the company is Purdue. the com- The family that owns the company Purdue is the Sacklers. The Sacklers. It was about the family. Yeah. Um. And, yeah. The dollop also did like a deep dive into this a couple yeah. of years ago. It's. So upsetting. I just find anyone choosing money over human life to be one of the most upsetting things. Like, there's little that upsets me more than that. Maybe don't watch world. this. Then. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I literally like know what it, what they have done, um, but I'll still probably watch it. But yeah, um, yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? I have been watching um, Lock and Key, which I can't recommend enough for you, Lauren Ketchum Porter Martin, because it's I about magic. It and it didn't, it didn't grab me. It didn't grab me. But I I'll give it, it another it time. Okay, I'll give it an, a couple more episodes because, yeah, I saw it on Netflix. Netflix told me to watch it. They were like, this yeah. is right up your like, alley. Bitch, you like magic? Yeah. Um, so I watched it. Yeah, I'll give it a couple more episodes. It just wasn't, it didn't grab me, but. I'll give it a shot. I also started watching uh, two. The second one just came out. Oh, but you know what's weird about like binging shows now? It's like it comes out and you watch it in a day or a week and Mm -hmm. then a full year or more it takes for the rest of it to come out. So then you're like, what the fuck happened last time? Because I watched the first season originally. Yeah. Um, I also just started watching Love on the Spectrum. Oh. I love it so much. And I just sit there yeah. with a big smile on my face the whole time. Mm, 
I know it's so sweet. I have a big smile on my face similarly because Eric and I just binged season five of Big Mouth. Oh, yeah. And I just love that show so much. Like, it's one of the most, like, disgusting shows I've ever seen, but also one of the sweetest and most accurate shows I've ever seen on television. Mm -mm. Like, it's so wonderful. And that was one that Eric and I watched all 10 episodes in, like, one weekend. And then we were like, oh, no. Yeah. I immediately well, that part get of our attached life is over. and then suppressed every, every new show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Well, that's TV talk. Yeah. <laughs> TV corner. I don't know anything else. Well, <laughs> nothing else I could talk about in my life, but that's it. Me neither. Well, do you, I have a movie to talk about. Tell me about that. Okay. Um... So this movie, I felt like I needed to watch for some catharsis. Um, it was a movie that I was very familiar with um, when it came out, but I hadn't watched it in so long. And now being back in schools, I felt like I just wanted some catharsis. So I watched The Faculty. Fun. And everyone in the world is in this movie. Yeah, this is Everyone one that I have seen, but I we've allowed our um, uh, the goldfish brain rule. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I mean, don't remember it. It came out in 1998. Like, who even were we? We didn't even have the same brain then. It just wasn't Scream or I know what you did last summer, and so yeah. those are the ones that I was like, I love this and watch yeah. it a thousand times. And this one, I was watch just it like, a thousand I've seen times. It. This was one of the movies that was trying to be Scream or I know or yeah. like not trying to be but like capitalizing on that genre right that we yeah. had at that time. Teen horror. Um exactly. <laughs> uh one thing I forgot we should talk about that maybe we yes. can pop this in before um is uh the Axe Wound Film Festival. <gasps> yes, let's talk about that. That's a great <laughs> idea. <laughs> Yeah, before we, before we, okay, we don't even, I don't even have to do a switcheroo. Well, I'll tell you about the faculty in a second, but first we're going to tell you about the Axe Wound Film Festival. So we just connected with um, Hannah, who started it, and it's like an amazing festival. Who also founded Women in Horror Month originally. Exactly. So it's yeah. for um, female, female identifying um, trans um, filmmakers and mm-hmm. They don't do awards, which is cool. So it's like everyone actually Love gets that. to go and like collaborate together and things. Mm-hmm. Like, um, so yeah, I guess it's it's going to be all virtual this month in December. So we're going to have like more and more information about it as time goes on. But um, yeah, but we're sponsoring it. We and, are sponsoring it. Uh, we're going to be doing a live show at some point during the festival. Most likely, which, yeah. Most still, likely, still figuring out dates and things. Yeah, um, but we'll definitely be involved in some way, and we definitely want you guys to check it out because this is not just a any old film festival. This is like one that Kim and I very much like believe in. It's right up ethos. our fucking alley. Yeah, um, yeah, and uh, we actually should have some like discount codes and maybe giveaway tickets mm-hmm. and stuff coming too. Yeah, which will be exciting. Exactly. So I'm gonna need you to out. tell the folks how Hannah found us. Oh. My goodness. Oh, you my God. guys. If you didn't know, we do have a TikTok. Mm-hmm. Okay. And look, 
it's a little after our time, the TikTok. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just a bit. Just a bit. We really were more the the Instagram, the Instagram. era. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just who we are. We're millennials, you know. Mm-hmm. And but we were like, all right, let's get on this TikTok business. Mm-hmm. Honestly, if you look at TikTok, and I think when we started getting on it, it was like the pandemic times. But if you look at TikTok, it's like right up our alley of like making fun, cute totally. videos. It's like all yes. things we love to do. It was just like we weren't seeing each other at the time. So it was kind right. of a little harder. So yeah. anyway, I fucking spent so much time making a fucking video. I had this to, bitch learned the I had to Google the things. I Googled yeah. so much. Like I was your grandma making mm-hmm. a fucking video on TikTok because I oh, was yeah. like, it was like that red light special one where it was like a specific type of music plays and then it like changes to a red light. I'm sure you've all seen it. Um, so I did one. You're like standing in the doorway and then the red light comes and then I'm like, Oh, I'm standing in the doorway with a Jason mask. Mm-hmm. And then the red light comes and I ha- I'm on dead on the ground. <laughs> and guys, it was fucking fantastic. It was so good. I was like, oh my me- gosh, my best friend is a film, is a cinematographer. So long to make. You have yeah. no idea the amount of Googling I had to do to figure out how to make it work. It was incredible. So that was our very, very first video TikTok premiere. Mm-hmm. <sighs> And it broke community guidelines. We were immediately shadow banned. <laughs> immediately. Immediately. They <laughs> were like, first post and you're done. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> so um, needless to say, I was butthurt for a while. I didn't want to post anything else. But I did cry- try a couple others. But like literally TikTok allowed like five people to see it. Like yeah. They were like, no, your first post community guidelines they i was like we're a part of horror talk hello yeah anyway um and i put the same video on instagram and they allowed it so therefore yeah <sighs> millennials so mm-hmm. anyway but i was like well we make these some of these videos anyway i'll just start putting them on tiktok finally and she fucking found us on TikTok. TikTok! What? Take that, TikTok so, algorithms. Thank you to the universe for telling me to just just post the videos on TikTok. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Who sees it? But if you're a TikToker, go follow us, please. It's at KK Sam Podcast. And yeah. teach me how to do things. And I think the more people that follow us, the more TikTok will be like, okay, you guys can hang out. <laughs> so go follow us. Or tell me about times to post. Tell, tell me how it works, you guys. Yeah. Um, okay, now I can tell you about a movie. Great. Now Thank I can you. tell you about the faculty. Thank you All for right, listening so, to my, my TikTok story. Yeah. Um, and then go Google Axe Wound Film Festival, and we'll have more information for you once we know what the information is. I'll put some um, okay. links and show notes and things. So the faculty was directed by Robert Rodriguez. No which, way. Yeah, which I don't think I, like, made that connection. I mean, I didn't know who um, he was back then, so. Right. Because that's is true. Is this one of the first? Do other things that I know he's made were after this, I'm assuming? Uh, well, he did From Dusk Till Dawn, which, which is, is like when? what I know him from. But I don't remember what year that was. This was, was 98. Like I feel like too. I feel like 
Dust Till Dawn was before this for sure. Okay. Um, so then it's written by David Wechter, Bruce Kimmel, and my dear, dear friend, Kevin Williamson. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And uh, you can go back and listen to. <laughs> That's right. saying that because she, when we watched Cursed, she was Cursed. A, That's what a it was. massive cunt to Kevin Williamson I and was. his writing. And I was. I actually watched that video recently of like, <laughs> she's like huge cunt to Kevin Williamson, Williamson yeah. about like making bad joke or something like mm-hmm. that. And then literally like two minutes later makes one of the worst jokes that's ever been on this podcast. And Listen. I had a, I had a, look, I didn't let it go by. I had to talk no. with her. I was like, <laughs> yeah, and we're going to throw so yeah. much shade. Kim was Kevin in the right. Williamson. Kim was in the right. I was completely out of line. And um, I apologize to you again, Kevin Williamson. Um, <laughs> okay, dead or alive. I got a lot of dead or alive. No, sorry. there's just a, it's one of those 1998 teen horror yeah. dramas. There's just so school. many characters. High school is in it. Yeah, um, Coach. Alive. Mrs. Olson. Um, alive. Principal. Alive. Salma. Alive. Teacher. Teach. Dead. Uh, John. Dead. Brummel. Alive. Josh. Dead. Elijah. Dead. Jordana. Clea. Dead. Stan. Alive. MLH. Uh, dead. Mary Louise Hutchinson. Uh, Fomka. Dead. Okay. How many even fucking is that? Jesus Christ. 14. So sorry. Okay. Here we go. We open on football practice, and my actual friend, Robert Patrick, is the football coach, uh, Terminator <laughs> Liquid Man. And- <laughs> I know who Robert Patrick is. That is yes. Terminator 2 is probably the movie I've seen the most in my entire life because my in little brother was obsessed life? with it when we were oh, kids. Oh, okay. So he would watch it like every day. I've seen every that day. movie more than any other movie. Wow, I don't think I knew that about you. I, if somebody had asked me that in trivia, I would have said Die Hard. Die Hard is up there because I love Die Hard, but um, Terminator Two, and I love Terminator Two, but like, yeah, no, there was an obsession. Also, I mean, Edward Furlong was like my oh, type. Right. <laughs> he was so your type, just a, a trashy troublemaker. That was that was right up Kim's alley. Loved him. He was like stealing money, breaking into ATMs, Ooh. <laughs> riding mini bikes. <laughs> Oh, everything Kim was looking for, man. Um, So he's yelling at the football team like an abusive psycho, like not like a he he would not get along with Ted Lasso. That's all. Ted. (laughs) Speaking of morning, a TV show. Yeah. (laughs) I I forgot. Ted Lasso. I would love to be on all year long. That oh. and Great British Bake yeah. Off. I'm like, oh yeah, just be all year long. 
my life would be better. Uh, there's one that I forgot. Usher. Dead. As in. Okay. Uh, You'll find out. Uh, You'll find out. Fuck, I was going to say his full name and then couldn't oh, remember it. Rain- so. Usher Raymond, yeah. maybe? Usher Raymond. Is it? Oh, damn. Uh, okay. U-S-H-E-R-R-A. <laughs> Well, Kim's doing a dance, guys. <laughs> I saw um, him at Air One, uh, like, a couple weeks ago. Oh, really? Oh, mm-hmm. that's fun. Okay, so Robert Patrick is being an abusive asshole. Usher and Stan, who is our star, star quarterback, practice is over, and, like, he's still screaming at them. And, like, Stan goes to kind of, like, get in his face, and Usher is like, it's not worth it, man. Like, just, just stop. And uh, Robert just- Patrick, like... Just to clarify, it's not Usher Raymond. No, it's Usher. It it's is Usher. The, yes, oh. it's Usher. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, he's in this movie. That's what I wasn't sure. Yeah. I thought you were saying it's like, yeah. We were just talking movie. about him separately, but um, yeah, I, I, didn't, I, also, I didn't get clarification on that. I also met Usher and am close personal friends with Usher <laughs> as well as Robert Patrick. When, when I was Usher? When I was when I was some age, I can't remember, but my cousin Vale was working on a movie that he was starring in called Lights Out. And I went to Chicago to visit her and I went to set and Usher was there and I was like, hi, my cousin, hello. And, um, And he was like so nice to me. And then he was like, hey, we're going out for drinks after this. Do you want to come? And I was like, yes. And my cousin Vale came up and was like, she's 14. Usher invited you to drinks? He invited me to drinks. Vale, what a cock block. I know. I know. I was, in fact, like very much a minor, like the minorest of minors. But yeah, you could have a Coke. Yeah, I could have gone and had a drink with Usher. Oh, my gosh. Um, I would have snuck out. Yeah, I would have been like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'll be there. <laughs> See ya. So uh, Jason Patrick. Wait, Jason Patrick. Robert Patrick. Robert Patrick. Jason Patrick is someone, isn't it? Jason Patrick is another actor. Yeah, uh, any anyway. Robert Patrick she knows because she was an actor with him. I was. I was on an episode of Scorpion and he was the biggest name on that fucking set and the nicest one there. That's how it the should be done. The only one who talked to me. If you're number one on the call, she you need to you like run the energy of the show. Yeah. Yeah. So very important. Shout out to you, Robert Patrick and Usher. And um, Jason right. Patrick. And Jason Patrick. So whoever you are. So Robert Patrick is like not over it. Like he's not processing his anger. Like the entire team is gone and he's still like flipping over benches. Bro. He's really upset. And then and then he gets upset at a sprinkler. Like the sprinklers are Bro, about to come on. What did that sprinkler do to you? Yeah. And he sees that it's about to come on, so he like stomps on it. Oh. And then like takes his foot off and it spurts again and stomps on it again and then it spurts again and he like puts his hand over it so he's like down on his knees like trying to get the sprinkler to not go and i'm like dude this is this is fruitless it's gonna go off <laughs> yeah <laughs> like you haven't bested the sprinkler system <laughs> <laughs> and then we just see him like turn around and he's like can i help you but we don't see who it is black now we cut to a teacher meeting and it's B.B. Newworth, who is the principal, and Lilith from Fraser. Lilith. Okay. Yeah. And she is, like, breaking the bad news to the teachers. She's like, Mrs. Brummel, 
there's no money for new computers. Like, you're just going to have to get the old ones repaired. And then she's like, Mr. Tate, no field trip to NYC. Like, you're going to have to find some place in Ohio. And then she's like, Mrs. Olson, there's no money for the musical this year. And Mrs. Olson is like this cute little old lady. Who, Mrs. Olson is played by the same actor who played Carrie's mom in the original Carrie. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And so she's like, Mrs. Mrs. Olson is really cute. And she's just like, okay. Um, And then Mr. Tate, who I think I call Teach because I didn't realize his name was Tate. Um, is like, well, I bet the football team gets brand new jerseys and knee pads and blah, blah, blah. And BB knew what the principal is like. Have you seen the stadium on Friday nights? Yes. The football team is getting anything that they ask for. And it's really unfair. And it's not on me. And I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Like, she's basically Mm -hmm. like, it's not my fucking call. So get off my asshole. Yeah. Um, So they're all like leaving the building now. It's like nighttime. So like they're locking up the building. And they're walking down the steps of the front. And sweet Mrs. Olsen is like, well, the drama club really had their hearts set on guys and dolls this year. And B.B. Newworth is like, well, maybe you can use the set from our town. Now, (laughs) theater nerds out there, the set from our town cannot be repurposed for the show Guys and Dolls. It can't. I don't know Guys and Dolls, to be honest. Guys and Dolls is, like, very extra, and Our Town is, like, Mm. extremely minimalistic. So that was sort of like a joke for the theater nerds, and I got it. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So they're all leading, and then Principal B.B. Newworth is like, oh, fuck, I forgot my keys back in the office. So she goes back into her office, and she, like, grabs her keys, and then she hears something. And her office is sort of in a bigger office so it's like it's like the office where the kids would come in and like the administrators Mm -hmm, are there mm -hmm. but then like her office is like in the back behind that totally and so she kind of looks out into like the bigger office and she sees that like the door is swinging but like nobody is there so she just kind of goes back to what she's doing coach is right there in front of her and he just kind of like gets in her face and he's like you look very, very pretty tonight. Oh, coach. <laughs> and Phoebe Newworth is like, have you been drinking? And he's, <laughs> like, I'm s- and he's like, I'm sorry to bother. He's not being hot. He's being. Oh, creepy. Creepy. He's being oh, okay. aggressive. I where thought it's they like, had a, he's, a thing. No. No. He's like in her face in a way that's like, I'm giving you a compliment, but I'm also like making you aware that I can kill you. Ooh. That kind of thing. And so she's like, have you been drinking? And then he's like, I'm very sorry to bother you, but I can't find a pencil. And she's like, you don't need a pencil. Go home and sleep it off. And she like tries to go around him and he blocks her way. And he's like, I really just need to borrow a pencil. Question number one, what do you do? And what does Principal B.B. Newworth do? I think that my instinct is to like give him a pencil so he'll hopefully back off and I can just leave. But what if that's his secret way to attack me? I think hand in hand, we both get him a pencil to try to be like, here's your pencil. Goodbye. One point for Principal B.B. Newworth. So he keeps blocking her way. And she's like, Jesus, here's a pencil. So she turns around, hands him a pencil, and is like, go home. And he says again, you look very, very pretty tonight. 
And B.B. Newer says, you know, harassment has a really fine line, Coach. Stab yeah. her in the hand with a ah, pencil. Oh, no, my hands. Quest- oh, your hands. Mm. Oh, no. Question number two, what do you do and what does Principal do? Um, has he stabbed my hand just in floating air general or, like, against something? Or No, he literally, like, took your hand that didn't have keys in it and held it and stabbed it. Well, if my other hand has keys in it, then I'm going to stab him in the throat with my keys. Okay. I think that she – I'm not getting a sense that she makes it out of this. But I don't know. I mean, B.B. Newworth don't play, so – don't talk to me, Ketrin. I don't ah! know whether to believe you or not. Like, is are you it's giving me I'm, a hint? Or are you being a cunt? I don't know. Because I am an exceptional actor. Maybe I'm a cunty hinter. <laughs> 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 like, that's not fair. <laughs> I think that she. I think she like attempts to do something. Um. So he took my hand and stabbed a pen. Ow. And then like pulled it back out. Ow. Yeah. That. And actually says his line is he like looks at the pencil all bloody and he's like, I've always wanted to do that. Ew. I think she like hits him and tries to run. I stab him in the throat and peace out. Stab forever. Double ding. She, uh, I like you taking the keys, stabbing him in the throat. She hits him with her keys and like scratches his face and runs. Nice she, job. Yeah. Burns. Oh no. She, oh, and BB Newworth. She's killing it. So she runs to the front door. The front door is padlocked because she padlocked it. They were locking up and, uh, as she ran out of the office, she dropped her keys. God damn it. And so now the door is padlocked, so she can't go out the front door. Question three, what do you do? And what does she do? Panic. You have five questions in the first, like, two minutes. I know. It's very unexpected. Yeah. I'm going to... Also, let me just tell you the high school is what you would expect. It's huge. And it's got any facility that a well-endowed high school would have. Makes me assume she uses some type of facility. I'm going to. <laughs> I just had a dumb thought. Well, now you have to. Say. <laughs> I was just thinking. I was like, "What do I have around me? Like, what can I use as a weapon?" And I was like, "Ooh, do they have that break glass? Take get an axe thing?" And I was like, "Probably oh, yeah. not in high school. <laughs> Probably not in high school. Yeah. Oh yeah, I guess not. Well." Break glass, take an axe. Yeah. You're saying that there are probably high schoolers that would just take the axe and axe people because they're shitty. Potentially. Got it. Um, God, they're the worst. Regardless, I'm going to break a window so I can get the fuck out and somewhere along the way grab something as a weapon, whatever okay. I've got. Get the fuck out of there. She hides, like runs and hides somewhere. That's one and a half points. She does something very similar to you, but not exactly. Um, And I'll give her a half a point because she's not not hiding um, for her. What she does is she runs into a science lab 
and she tries to open the window. She doesn't try to break it. She tries to open it, but trying to get out the window. And she hears Coach on the loudspeaker being like, will Principal Drake please come to the office? So she opens the window. And as she's opening it, which is difficult for her because she's stab hand, uh, Coach comes running at her, like blowing his whistle, like in a very creepy way, like just very antagonistically. So now she's cornered up against the um, window in the science lab with all kinds of like beakers and shit around and uh he's like right in front of her question four what do you do what does she do is the window open uh, kind of like halfway like she was it was like kind of jammed and so she hadn't gotten it quite all the way open it's also kind of a smallish window so but. my back is like against the wall and he's like literally on top of me mm-hmm. your back is like against the window basically yeah and am i next to anything you're next to, like, tables of, like, lab equipment, like, beakers and shit like that. I can't really see it, but it's, like, there's just, like, business around. I mean, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to reach my super long arms. You do have long arms. Uh-huh. To the desk right next to me, whatever's closed, mm-hmm. table next to mm-hmm. me. And I'm going to, I'm going to. Double grab. I'm gonna take one double grab. (laughs) I'm gonna take one beaker and smash him over his head to like be like ah. And then the second, I'll do my favorite stab, which is second. I grab one, break it, and then stab him and stab. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm okay. All right, all right. And how about principal? God damn it, I don't know what she does. Definitely not that. My answer is not that. Um, <laughs> she's got her back up against the window. I think she tries to grab like a, a a glass type of thing as well to try to smash him. One and a half points. Color. So she grabs a Kim Burns long arm thing, takes a beaker, smashes it over his face, nice. and he's like, Ugh! and then she pushes him into a bunch of like, shelving that also has a bunch of glass on it and then runs out but as she runs out she grabs a pair of really sharp scissors Mm -hmm. so she's running with scissors which you're not supposed to do unless you're being chased by robert patrick who's trying to kill you and she runs to the front door again and now mrs olsen is knocking on the door and she's like i'm so sorry i forgot my grade book and B.B. Newworth is like, let me out. And she's like, I don't have my keys. Now that I'm thinking about it, I had to do some. I think it it's padlock from the outside, but it's a chain. So if you push the doors a little bit, you can grab the padlock that's on the outside and unlock it. Does that make sense? Like the doors are, are the doors themselves are not locked. The handles on the outside are just chained and padlocked. So if you were to push the doors open, they'll open like a little bit and you could unlock the padlock from the inside. Okay. So that's why she, Mrs. Olson is like, I could, I, I don't have my keys. Mm-hmm. And B.B. Newworth already left, <coughs> dropped them in the office. Mm-hmm. So she's like, shit. Uh, and... So B.B. Newworth is at the door. Mrs. Olsen is on the other side of the door. 
And she's like, he's coming, he's coming to get me. And she turns around and he's not there. Question five. This is the last one of this sort of like quick marathon round of questions. I don't think we've ever had this many questions like this quickly. But um, question five, what do you do and what does principal do now? Um, do cell phones exist right now? Mm-mm. I mean, yes, but there are no cell phones in this movie. Um, I'm going to – can I fit through the doors? Opening? Mm-hmm. No. Your hand can fit through, but not you. I'm going to continue with my first plan of breaking some type of <clears throat> window or something so I can get out and get the fuck out of there. And I'm going to tell her to, like, run and call the police or call for help. Okay. I think she is like, can you go get your where are her keys I don't know but you can assume that they're not close by and she's very old oh she's very old um not very old she's older she's probably like I'll probably look it up and be like oh she's my age (laughs) in the movie (laughs) great (laughs) um what do you do baby um I thought you were calling me baby. You're like, what do you do, baby? What's your advice? I'm like, well, I can't give you the advice, but I love that you just call me baby. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, well, I think that she she's stuck at the door. I think she tries to find another way out. Somehow, some way. Half point for you. Uh, you got a half point for hiding, going somewhere, or finding another way out. Um, how come I didn't? What was my? How come last time I only got a half point for one of them? I don't remember what you said, but I do remember that the answer to why you got a half point is ha- is coming in just one second. But I said she smashes him with a thing, and then she smashed him with a thing. Uh, because she grabbed a weapon on the way out, the scissors. I know, but I 100% answered it 100% correctly. You didn't say, and then what does she do afterwards? I didn't know I had to tell her entire plan for the rest of the movie. Everybody, Kim gets, gets another half point. Thank you. For her. You're welcome. Uh, so she... Described exactly is like what she did. <laughs> so she's like, Mrs. Olson, s- stay right there. I'm gonna go get my keys from oh. the office. Because as far as she knows, he's not behind her, and she did in fact like push him into a bunch of shelving. So in her mind, she's like knocked out. So she goes back into the office. And as she's in there, she hears Mrs. Olson be like, he's coming. She grabs her keys, comes back out. He's now just standing at the end of the hallway and then just starts doing a slow Terminator walk <laughs> that turns into a run. That and turns I was like, into goopy metal. 
<laughs> and I was like, they asked him to do this. They were like, do that Terminator thing as you come down this hallway. Because you're and Robert then Patrick. His arms do that. become knives. Yeah. Or swords, I should say. And so he starts running towards her just as she unlocks it and gets on to the other side with Mrs. Olsen standing right there. But now she has to relock it. Mm-hmm. And as she's doing that, she drops the scissors. He goes to like grab the scissors like through the little crack of the door. She kicks them away, manages to lock it. And then she's like, you prick. Turns to Mrs. Olsen. Mrs. Olsen is holding the scissors and stabs her forever. And then Mrs. Olsen says, I always wanted to do that. Interesting. Which we'd heard before. That's what he said. So now we're at school. Next day. Uh, super loud, cool guy, vintage car is driving up and being loud and and uh, someone gets out of this car and puts a bunch of Bic pens into their 1998 jeans. <laughs> you never know when you need a pen. Yeah, we don't see who it is yet. And then the camera pans up and it is 1998 heartthrob Josh Hartnett. Josh Hartnett. But I have some pretty important questions about his hair in this. <laughs> um, I'm not entirely sure why we were allowing this to happen, but he's almost got almost a very short, I'm going to say it, bowl cut. Yeah. Okay. But then like on the sides, they're kind of like flipped out. So he's got like little yeah. side antennas. Here for it. Here as for if he's trying to be it. messy. But I'm like, this was this was unequivocally bad. This was a bad hairstyle. I loved every and moment if of it. Anyone else was like, I'm gonna do the Josh Hartnett from the faculty. They would fail miserably. Mm-hmm. Like Josh Hartnett only looks good in that hairstyle because he's Josh Hartnett. Yeah. Josh Hartnett was um top of my list of uh teen heartthrobs. Oh, I can totally see that. I can totally see that. He was my top dog. He was your Devin Sawa? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now we're just getting an introduction to all of our characters. Like if I hung posters on my wall, he'd be one of them. He'd be one of them? (laughs) I think Josh Hartnett was on my collage somewhere, but he wasn't like, he wasn't Devin Sawa. But he was there. He was hanging out. He was invited to the party. (laughs) Sure. Totally. Uh. The entire wall next Devin to Devin kind of had that haircut that time, too. They all, they all kind of had that then. I'm going to find a picture of it for you, specifically. <laughs> and just sort of, like, I mean, his was, that. like, especially short bangs, I think, in this movie. So <laughs> It was it was not good. Uh, I'll find a picture. So now we're getting introduced to our, to our cast of Ma'am. characters. So we see getting off the bus – um, sweet little baby angel Elijah Wood. <gasps> oh my god, I love Elijah mm-hmm. Wood. And then didn't remember he was in this. Nope. And then it pans over and we see head cheerleader and also editor of the school newspaper, Jordana Brewster. Do you remember she was in this? I can't picture what she looks like, to be honest. Uh well, she now is like uh in Fast and Furious as Vin Diesel's little sister. You say that. You'd like recognize I've seen her. It. 
Uh, <laughs> so as so then so we see Jordana Brewster and then we see Elijah get like hit, punched in the face Aww. by just like some bullies. Then we see Clea Duvall walking oh, by and she's all goth or whatever. And as she's walking by, like seeing poor Elijah be like rammed nuts first into a flagpole by oh. a bunch of dudes. I'm like, that's not pranks. That is hospital. That's really bad. Um, so she pans and then we come back to Jordana. Oh, and she bumps into Stan. And she's like, I'm walking here, like all Clea Duvall. And Stan comes up and kisses Jordana. Who's Stan? Telling you right now. Oh. Uh, kisses Jordana. And we recognize that Stan is the star quarterback that was standing with Usher in the very beginning. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And so he comes up and kisses her. And she's like, um, excuse me, these are Estee Lauder lips. This took 72 minutes to apply. And I'm 72 like, minutes? I'm like, ma'am, you sound like you're bad at applying lipstick. Cause seventy-two minutes? It should not take seventy-two also, minutes like, to apply lipstick. I didn't even get up seventy-two minutes before school started. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah, I was like ten minutes and I'm out the door. <laughs> yeah, one hundred. Uh, so he is like, okay, but can we talk? And she's like, nope, need new the headline for the paper. Like I'm all business and blah blah blah, and kind of like leaves him in the dust. And he's like, but this might be your story. And she's like, leave the news to me. Bye. Um, Elijah's still getting rammed in the nuts on the flagpole. And then we see uh, a blonde girl walk up. And she clearly, like, is brand new. And she's like, um, hi. My name is Mary Louise Hutchinson. I'm just wondering if you can tell me where the office is. And, like, some goth girl just, like, points. And she's like, thank you very much. I love your nose ring. <laughs> and... um. As we pan over, we see this couple that, like, is clearly in a very, very abusive situation. And they're just, like, beating the shit out of each other on the lawn. Just being like, fuck you. No, fuck you. And then we see Josh Hartnett with his terrible haircut see brand new blondie girl who is Mary Louise Hutchinson, otherwise known as MLH. And he's just like, hi. And she's like, hi. And eyeballs. Uh, Pew, pew. Pew pew, she's got boner eyeballs. I do too. Yeah. Oh my eye. So <laughs> my boner eyeball hit me in the other eye. Um, <laughs> so now we go into the bathroom and Josh is selling drugs to hide from that 70s show. Okay. And some other dude. And oh no, he's not selling drugs. He gives him a fake ID. And Hyde is like, this doesn't even look like me, man. And it doesn't. It's like a 47-year-old Mexican man. Like, it looks nothing like him. And Josh is like, trust me. And Hyde is like, I don't know why I would trust you. Like, you're repeating your senior year. And Josh is like, okay, okay. I'll throw in some of these. They're guaranteed to jack you up. And he pulls pens out of his pocket. Uh, And we realize that they're not filled with full of ink they're full of white powder uh the camera then pans over and we see that elijah is in a bathroom stall like with a bloody nose and crying buddy oh so sad so now we cut to the teacher's lounge and salma hayek is the school nurse weird yeah she was in dust till dawn with robert rodriguez so i bet he's like i want to put Salma 
Hayek. And I just thought she was like, I guess she is a little older. In my brain, mm-hmm. I was like, isn't she the same age as these people? But no, she's She's older. in her 50s now because yeah. she's in the Eternals and she's in her 50s now. Um, and she's she's the school nurse and she's very, very sick. Like she is not abiding by COVID protocol at all. She's just like snotting and sneezing all over everybody. And another teacher that we recognize played by John Stewart. John Stewart. Oh. Comes up. And he's like, you should go home. And she's like, are you kidding me? I'm not wasting one of my sick days when I feel this sick. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I was like, touche. Sad, sad working in America. Exactly. And it now pans over to the oldest teacher of all who we recognize as Ms. Brummel. And she's like very, very old, like bordering on senile. And she like drops a pen and... Another teacher played by Fomka Jensen is like, let me get it for you. But Fomka's like in glasses to tell us that she's She's not hot. not as stunningly and strikingly beautiful as she really is. Right, right. They want us to know that she's she's a – She's a real zero with these glasses. That's so on. funny. I was like literally just about to be like, wow, this is like the hottest teaching staff. It's so <laughs> stupid. Yeah. So and then Coach is there ah. and he's just standing by the water cooler. Co- okay. Robert Patrick. Yeah, no, I know. I was like, well. And just standing by the water cooler, just drinking all of the water. Just standing there, just out of those little triangle cups, just oh, drinking God, all of the water. The worst. Yeah, and because it's like one gulp, can never like, get okay, it. Okay, well, here's another gulp, and um, and then we see that like other teacher who wanted to take his kids to New York, who I just call Teach, is like pouring whiskey into his coffee, and I was like, been there, oof. So now we see Mrs. Olson walk in. Mrs. Olson, and she does not look like a a disheveled old lady. She looks like a well put together, makeup, hair did, beautiful silk caftan, living her best golden girl's life teacher. Oh. And Coach says, You look very, very pretty today. Mm hmm. So now we cut to Fomka Jensen's classroom. And let me tell you something, bitch. This bitch has no classroom management. I'm like, you are not standing in your power. These kids are going to walk all over you. You're not speaking from your swamp. (laughs) You're not commanding any element of authority at all. This is not going to go well. And I was right. She literally is up there and she's like, "Um, what is the answer to this question? And everyone's like talking and not paying attention to her. And she's like, please, can someone please? And I'm like, bitch, you lost them. You need Mm -hmm. to go to classroom management school. So... But then Josh raises his hand, Mr. Yes. Repeating Senior Year. Yes. And he gives a really smart answer, followed by like a really crude joke. But like the point of what he's saying was like very much correct, even though he was like using it as an analogy for masturbation. So like Fomka Jensen was like, wow, yeah, that's that's true. And so we're like, OK, Josh actually is smart. Why the fuck is he repeating senior year? Because he's a bad boy. He's a bad boy. And he probably makes a ton My of money fucking type. selling drugs in the parking lot. I was thinking about that the other day that I was like, all the boys I liked in high school, my second high school in Maryland, mm-hmm. 
were like literally in a different school. Like it oh, really? was like they were separated from the regular school because they were all the bad oh, kids. Oh, because they were the bad kids. <laughs> I remember those schools. And I schools. was like, oh, that's like everyone I was like into. Yeah, that's one of the assignments that I put in my profile where I was like, yeah, I'm not subbing in the secondary schools. No, I'm not doing it. <laughs> um, so now we cut back to Stan and he's talking to Jordana, his girlfriend, and he's like, I'm going to quit the football team. And she's like, excuse me? She's like, there's a hierarchy here. And the head cheerleader dates the star quarterback. What the fuck do you mean you're quitting football? And he's like, I just like – I want to, like, go to college, like, oh, she's like, what are you going to do about your scholarships? And he's like, I want to go to college college on my own merits. And she's like, you don't have any merits. Like, you're going to go to college because you can play football. <laughs> like, she's like, she's being a really big bitch. She's like, you're not the studying type. And she's like, you're good at football. That's it. And it's just, like, calling him stupid, basically, and then walks off. And he's just kind of like, well, that sucked and was not supportive. Um, so now we cut to the alcoholic teacher in history class. And here's the type of teacher he is. Totally unengaged. Disengaged. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. he doesn't care. And he's like, open up to chapter four. And Stan raises his hand. And he's like, actually, Mr. Tate, we're on chapter five. Like trying to be like present in school. And teacher's like, okay, whatever. And we see that Clea Duvall is, like, sneaking a look back at Stan mm-hmm. with her gothy mm-hmm. eyeliner. Cut to lunch. Clea Duvall is sitting outside eating her gothy lunch. And Miss Mary Louise Hutchinson comes up and sits next to her. And she's like, hi, I'm Mary Louise Hutchinson from Atlanta. And Clea's like, why are you talking to me? And she's like, well, I just don't have any friends. And, you know, so I thought I'd come over here. You're sitting alone. I'm alone. Blah, blah, blah. And uh, Clea's like not having it. And she's like, I don't have any friends. And Mary Louise Hutchinson is like, well, neither do I. So that's why I'm over here. And then Jordana walks up and she's like, Stokely, who's Clea's character, you're hitting on the new students again. And uh, Mary Louise Hutchinson is like, what? And she's like, oh, you didn't know that Stokely is like an extremely violent lesbian? And then uh, Clay is like, fuck you, and like walks off and leaves uh, Mary Louise Hutchinson alone and sat on the bench. So now we check in on Elijah. Elijah is sitting on the bleachers alone, eating his lunch, oh, drinking, drinking a juice box. And he's like walking like back back to class, but he walks past the little sprinkler that Robert Patrick had a vendetta against. Mm -hmm. And he looks down and there's like something next to the sprinkler, but we don't see it. We just see him see something and pick something up and then coach is right there. And coach is like, what are you doing? He's like, this ain't the cafeteria, son. And Elijah's like, yes, sir. I'm sorry. Sorry. Goodbye. And Coach is being, like, super intimidating, and um, he's like, uh, you don't get out of here. I'm going to make you run laps. And Elijah's like, I don't think a person should run unless they're being chased. It's <laughs> <And Coach laughs> like, not wrong. And Coach is like, being chased. No. I like that. And, like, kind of goes, and he's like, get out of here. And Elijah, like, runs away. 
Oh, poor Elijah. I totally like spent some lunches in my in like the bathroom stall, like when I first moved. That <laughs> makes it's hard me to make friends when you're the new person. That makes me want to get into a time machine. <laughs> Go back to Ocean City, Maryland. And befriend you. <laughs> Thank you. Except I'd be me going back. So I'd be like, I'm a substitute teacher. Do you want to be my friend? And you'd be like, this won't help me. <laughs> You're an old lady. <laughs> being being friends with the substitute teacher won't help me. Please leave this bathroom <laughs> stall. So be you rejecting me. So we now cut to Clea to see what she's doing. She's getting a drink from the water fountain. And she sees that like Miss Olsen is like kind of just looking at her through the door, just like staring at her. And Clea's like, what? What? And then... Mrs. Olson closes the door of the classroom that she's in and she's like, Mrs. Brummel, a word. Mrs. Brummel's the, the old very lady. old one. And Mrs. Olson like shuts the door and Clay is like, that was weird. Because also Mrs. Olson like looks like, you know, fucking Blanche Devereaux right now from <laughs> Golden Girls. Uh, is it Devereaux? I think it is. Um, and like as she's looking, Stan bumps into her again. And she's like, get a fucking seeing eye dog. And Stan is like, maybe you didn't paint your fucking eyes shut. And like gets a, you know, so they keep bumping into each other. Now we cut back to Elijah and he's in the science lab with Professor John Stewart, who is the science teacher. Mm -hmm. And a bunch of other kids are in there. So it's like about to be class. And he's like, I found this on the football field. Now we cut to Mary Louise Hutchinson, and she sits down next to Clay at a lab at a lab table, and uh, she's like, "Hi," and Clay is like, I, "Why do you still want to be friends with me?" And uh, MLH is like, "I think it's very impressive that you're a lesbian," and <laughs> and Clay is like, "I'm not. That's like mm-hmm. a rumor that Jordana made up. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I'm not." And um, and she's like, "And you're right. I don't have friends, and I like it that way." And MLH is just like, well, you're really complex (laughs) and just whatever. Cut back to Jon Stewart and he's looking through a microscope at this thing that Elijah found. And he's like, wow, this is this is fascinating. He's like certain Mesozoan creatures only exist in the kidneys of certain squid and octopi. And Elijah's like, which doesn't make sense because this is Ohio. And then he's like, it's a pelagic organism. And Usher is like, what's pel- what does pelagic mean? And then Josh is like, it's a means it's a sea dwelling organism. So like Josh. Josh is so smart. So John Stewart is like, he's like, I don't recognize this surface tissue. And he's like, Elijah, I think you found a new species. Mm. And Usher is like, yeah, right, or whatever. And uh, John is like, it could be this hoobity-goo. And Josh comes over and he's like, well, you know, this could be this because they escaped detection till the mid-20th century, blah, blah, blah. Like, he just knows everything. And MLH is like, you just know everything, don't you? And he's like, I'm a contradiction. And then Kim... <laughs> Wet her pants. Splooged. From afar. My eyes. She didn't even know why. She just all of a sudden was like, well, why did my pants fall off? Because I was watching that scene in the movie. <laughs> so John Stewart is like, maybe we could get some federal grant money for this. Oh, and shit. Usher, Usher like says something shitty to Clea. And so she like 
body checks him, which makes him knock over a glass of water. The water spills on this thing and the fucking thing starts moving. Oh, no. Like it's not dead. Yeah, and it just looks like a little like, it almost looks like a worm in a chrysalis almost. Like it's kind of that shape and that color, I would say. So Jon Stewart is like, oh my gosh, it reacts to water. So he goes over to an empty water tank that clearly like used to have fish in it, drops it in, and it fucking grows tentacles. <laughs> Question six, what do you do? What does John Stewart do? I'm going to put a top on that tank. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put a top on that tank. <laughs> sure. Or maybe take it out. Uh, Those I'm are two gonna, very different things. I'm gonna take it out, put it in a dry tank, and put a top on that tank. Okay. Okay. <laughs> And what is what is good old Johnny Johnny Stewart do? Uh, he uh, is amazed and is like, "We're gonna be famous. We found a species. A species." Uh, he is like, tent- "Do the tentacles come like out of the tank? They're like, uh, no. It's more like so. It's like a little like reasonably sized thing." Mm-hmm. size of a goldfish perhaps but then the tentacles come out and they're like very pretty and long but there's like a dozen of them and they're like very like skinny and it's like swimming around um what does he do i don't know um i have like no idea um i guess he uh i'm gonna say he takes it out i don't know that's a half point for him. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax. The way car buying should be. What he does is he says, the surface texture changed. I want to feel it. So he puts on a rubber glove and he sticks his hand into the tank. And when he touches it, it divides into two. No. No. Which is not good. So now we have two little tentacly things. And Jon Stewart is like, oh, my God. And then he's like, puts his hand further in like touches one of them and it bites him Ah. and he's like ah shit and he's like a little bite but he's like fuck like where did it get teeth is basically what he said and he's like i'm gonna call the university and then we see that clea is like looking at it and she like puts her hand on the glass and the creature like mirrors her hand with its tentacles on the glass Uh and she's like whoa Cut to swim practice. Coach is coaching swim practice and Stan comes up to him 
and is like, I'm quitting the team. And like, I know we have a big game on Friday, like the hugest game, but like I'm quitting. And coach is like, okay, we'll miss you. And Stan is like, what? What? And he's like, basically, like, why aren't you flipping benches over and like right, calling 100%. me an asshole? Yeah. And coach coaches swim and football. I thought the same thing. How does, I was like, that's how's that impressive. Possible? I mean, I it's mean, not impressive. It's just impossible. Like, they no, the swim time. practice. No, swim practice uh, is a morning practice. Football is an afternoon practice. Oh. Swimming that. is always in the uh, – I mean, every high school team that I knew of, swim team, was always in the morning. Oh, I've never had a swim team, so. Yeah. So Stan is, like, weirded out, too. He's just like, so that's <laughs> it? Cool. And Coach is like, well, what do you want me to say? Like, you know, thank you for telling me and good luck with whatever you want to do. And Stan's like, okay. <laughs> And coach is like, what kind of human being would I be if I didn't support you? I mean, Stan's a like, different than coach being. Yeah, he's like a different, well, a different one. A different, yeah, different exactly. one than yeah. the one I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now we cut to the locker room. And basically, we just see that, like, Stan and Elijah are treated very differently. So Stan doesn't immediately tell Usher that he's quit the team. So we see that he's like still hiding it. And then we see that Usher like, you know, body checks Elijah and Stan like is like, hey, man, leave him alone. But Elijah is just kind of like, wow, it must be great to be you, you know. So it's really sad. I forgot how like small And, like, sort of, like, his eyes are, like, very blue and sad looking. Like, he was perfectly – like, I can see why he was cast all the time as a little kid. So now we cut to Stan going into the shower room or whatever. And he's alone. And he's washing his face. And we see, like, a shadow walk across. And he's like, hello? Hello? No one answers. And then we see a bare foot step into the shower mm-hmm. and walk. And I'm like, what kind of foot is that? Like, is it a lady foot or an old foot or a man foot? Whose foot is this? And he's got like soap in his eyes. So he's like, hello? No one answers. He rinses off his face, turns. It's Mrs. Brummel. And she's like, oh, I'm so, uh, help me. And starts ripping off her clothes. And her skin is like peeling off. And she's like, I can't breathe. They want everyone. And then she leans into Stan and is like hugging him. So Stan is like, Ah, nightmare. (laughs) And like goes to like pat her head like, it's okay, Mrs. Naked Lady. (laughs) And then where he touches her head, her whole scalp just comes off. (laughs) And he's like, this is a bummer. And it's like, she's clear, like her skin is just falling off of her. So. Now we cut to that day, I guess. Right, yeah, because if swim team is in the morning, so it's like that day. And uh, Stan is in the office with Mrs. Olsen, 
And Elijah is actually sitting there too. Oh, because Elijah was also in the locker room. That's right. But didn't so we like have he probably lunch already. I think we're in another day. It's a new oh, day. Oh, we're in a new day. Yeah, it's a new oh. day. And oh, because a lot that's right. So Elijah heard all this commotion. He comes in after her scalp falls off and Stan is like, call for help to Elijah. So that's why Elijah is also there. Mrs. Olson is in the office with both of them. And she's like, Mrs. Brummel has cancer. And she's like, we hope that she'd get through this year, but it's not looking good. You know, we need you to keep this quiet. This is very sensitive, as I'm sure you can understand. And I'm like, I don't know if what kind of cancer makes your skin and scalp fall off when touched, but okay. And Elijah is like sitting there and he like kind of looks out the window and he sees Coach standing in the middle of the field with all of the sprinklers on just standing there. <laughs> What's happening? And Elijah like goes to like take a picture and I think he takes one. And Mrs. Olson is like, Elijah, are you going to keep it quiet as well? And he's like, yeah, 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 yep. <laughs> so now we cut back to your terrible haircut boyfriend, Josh. Hello, my lover. And he is selling VHS tapes. <laughs> nice. Out of his trunk. Nice. He's an entrepreneur. I he can't get really enough is. of him. He really oh, is. Oh, my goodness. God, it, the amount that he was your type is like, <laughs> is uncanny. <laughs> Just bad news all around, but so hot. Yeah. So and smart. He's the opinion. And smart. Yeah. So Hyde and his other dude, and they're like, uh, so it's Nev Campbell and Jennifer Love Hewitt, and they're naked. And Josh is like full frontal. And I was like, what fucking movie are they talking about? Because I was like, it would make sense if he was like Nev Campbell and Denise Richards. Because then it's wild things. But I'm like, I don't think, I think he's lying to them. I don't think Jennifer Love Hewitt has ever done full frontal. But I'm going to postmortem that. I'm going to be like, was there something where Nev Campbell and Jennifer Love Hewitt were full frontal? Or was Josh scamming them? Mrs. Famke Jensen, horrible classroom management, comes up to him just after he's made this lucrative transaction. And she says very meekly, I've, Zeke, I just, I've been getting some complaints from. His name is Zeke? Zeke. That makes me like him even more. I don't know why. (sighs) Because it's like any kid that's named Zeke, I'm like, if I see Zeke on the roll sheet, I'm like, don't you better (laughs) fucking watch your ass, Zeke. No, I've never met a Zeke that's like chill, rule follower, kind. Zeke? Yeah. (laughs) You're setting your child up to be a delinquent if you name them Zeke. I'm sorry. So And my husband. And Kim's husband. Yeah. Uh, So she's like, you're – I've been getting complaints that you're selling drugs out of your car. And fucking Zeke, being Zeke-like, is like, you seem tense, Mrs. Jenkins. How about some chocolate-covered laxatives? And, like, pulls some out. And she's like, you know, Zeke, if you applied yourself just 5% 
with your intellect, you wouldn't have had to repeat the 12th grade. And he's like, or how about these? Some cherry flavored condoms. They're on me. <laughs> and Kim's pants fell off again. And she didn't know why. Pants because they fell off last time. And then yeah. my leg skin fell off, they actually. did. <laughs> yeah. And now she's just in a full split right now. <laughs> And but Famka is like really just like cannot hang with like disrespectful students. Like it really gets to her. Like her skin is very thin, mm-hmm. and she's just like she starts to cry, and she's like, "That's just so Aww. rude," and like cries and walks away. But Josh Zeke actually like seems like he feels kind of bad. Mm-hmm. Like he's like, "I was being a dick." I mean, he wasn't trying to make her cry. Right. I don't think that was his goal. Right. Um, but also Zeke. Uh, okay. So now Jordana and Elijah. It is after school time or like classes are out. Okay. And Elijah is kind of chasing Jordana down the hallway. It appears that she's the editor of the newspaper and Elijah works on the staff, probably as a photographer. And he's like, he's like, Jordana, what are you doing? She's like, I need a page one. And, uh, Elijah's like, well, John Stewart may have found a new species. And she's like, ugh, boring. <laughs> and she just like marches into the faculty lounge. And I was like, bitch, if there is one place that students cannot be is the faculty lounge. Get the fuck out of here. And Elijah's on my side because he's like, oh, my God, what are you doing? Why are you going in there? <laughs> and she's like, I'm looking for a story. So he goes in behind her, but very nervous. And she like goes to Nurse Harper's like purse and starts looking through it and is like nurse harper is medicated and i'm like what yeah maybe she's ill bitch and uh then elijah's like i found this and it's teaches like flask and she's like ugh no one cares about that his wife certainly did it when she ran off with the babysitter jordana she's a raging cunt oh my and elijah fucking calls her on it Because under his breath, he goes, God, you can be such a... And she goes, a what? And he's like, a really cool person when you're not being a grade A bitch. (gasps) Elijah, get it. And Jordana kind of raises her eyebrows and is like a little bit impressed. Uh And she's like, are you hitting on me? (laughs) Jordana. (laughs) You need to Get work it some together, shit out. girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Elijah's like, no. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, I just think that you can be cool sometimes. This time not being one of those times. <laughs> and they sort of like have a moment. Like they kind of look at each other. Then Elijah sees a shadow under the door. And they're like, fuck. And they both run into the closet. So they're both hiding in the closet. Mrs. Olson and Coach come in. And they're drinking water by the water cooler. Mm. And they're like, where's Mrs. Brummel? And Mrs. Olson is like, she didn't make it. The tissue was too old. And Coach says, has the entire faculty been commuted? Mrs. Olson says, almost. And he says, what about the students? And she says, soon. Then Selma comes in blowing her nose 
And she's like just kind of oblivious, Mm -hmm. you know, she's like ill and it's the end of the day. And she's like, oh, what are you two still doing here? And she like goes over the refrigerator, starts like chugging Gatorade. Mrs. Olsen, we see, goes over and locks the door. And then Coach comes up and stands like way too close to her so that when she just even slightly turns around, she bumps into him. And she's kind of like, whoa, dude, like, excuse me. And he is just sort of like standing there and she's like, okay, weirdo. It bumps her enough that it kind of like closes the slats of the closet. So this closet is one of those doors that kind of has like wooden slats that open and close. Okay. So when he bumps her into it, it closes the slats. So now they they can't can't see see out. Okay. Yeah. But Jordana like opens the blinds again and Elijah's like, no, and like pulls her back because it makes a sound. But luckily they don't hear it. But she, they now see that Coach grabs Selma Hayek's head, throws her onto the couch. Mrs. Olsen is just standing there. Robert Patrick gets all veiny. His tongue comes out and stabs her in the ear. <laughs> and blood spurts everywhere. And Jordana... Get your tongue out of my ear. It also, like, makes my ear hurt when I think... <laughs> When I think about something stabbing into my ear. So Jordana like is freaked out and like backs up She's like, very quickly. Page one. Hey. <laughs> so Jordana kind of like sees this and like is startled backwards and knocks into something that's in the back of the closet. And Mrs. Brummel's gross skinless body. Skinless body like falls forward. Uh. And she's like you know, covering her mouth and Elijah's covering his mouth. But we see that Mrs. Olsen and Coach hear it and they both just turn to the closet. <laughs> oh, no! And they walk over and they open the door. Question seven, what do you do? What do Elijah and Jordana do? How big, what kind of closet are we talking here? Oh, you are fully visible. You're staring at each other. Okay. I was literally, as you were telling this part, in my brain being like, I hope she doesn't ask me what I do. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> no idea. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure that Jordana and Elijah were also hoping this wouldn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all are in the same boat. The same closet, if you will. Okay. I guess. Um, do we all see uh, Mrs. Brummel's body as well? Mm hmm. That's a tough one. Mm-hmm. It's all out in the open. Everybody's seeing everybody. That's a tough one. You're fucking seeing Salma ear stabbed on the couch. Yeah, but they she's now kind of fallen over the floor. They don't. They don't know that I've seen that, but they could probably assume. Uh, I think they probably think you saw it. Well, I guess I gotta just fucking. Just push, push him and run. Hand in hand. That's all I have. That's what they do too. It's like literally all I can think of doing. Yeah. So they are now running through the hallway and they bump into principled B.B. Newworth. Oh, fuck. And then drunk teacher comes up. 
And BB Newer than Drunk Teacher are like, whoa, 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 what's happening? Uh-oh. And they're just like, Mrs. Rommel is dead and they attacked the nurse. Ask her. And then Selma Hayek just comes walking out of the, the faculty lounge. No. And BB Newerth and teacher are like, what are you talking about? And they're all just smiling and they're like, you guys are so silly. So Jordana and Elijah are like, fuck. And they just run away. Mm-hmm. And Elijah's running and he slips and falls and he's like, Jordana. Jordana motherfucking just keeps running. <laughs> Shit. She doesn't even turn a round. She does not even take a slight stutter step when he says, I fell. She's just like, boop. <laughs> so now we cut to the police pulling up to the school. And Elijah is marching in with the police and his parents. He reported the whole fucking thing. And he tells the police where Brummel was. He's like, she's in the closet. And obviously all the teachers are like, what is going on here? And he's like, they killed her. Like, just calling everybody out in broad fucking afternoon daylight. They all just kind of, like, laugh it off. And then Coach comes out and he's like, hey, Elijah, sorry for that misunderstanding earlier. And the cops are like, please open the closet. And, like, makes Principal B.B. Newworth open the closet. And a CPR dummy falls out. Mm, Smart. And now the cops are pissed. Smart. And... Elijah tells the cops, he's like, that's not what was in there. Like, I didn't mistake a smooth plastic torso with a head for an old mummified skinless lady. Like, that's not (laughs) I didn't confuse those two. (laughs) And he's like, uh, he says, ask the nurse, because like, regardless of whether or not she's okay, she still experienced something. And Principal B.B. knew with this, like. Nurse Salma Hayek has grand mal seizures. She had a seizure and luckily Mrs. Olson and coach were in there to give her her medicine. And dad, like, you know, is annoyed at Elijah. And coach comes up to him and is like, you were running pretty fast down that hallway. I could really use that speed in the big game tomorrow. And all of a sudden dad is like very proud. And he's just like, hey, son, you could be on the football team. Um, and Elijah is like, something's amiss. And then mom and dad are like, Elijah, what has gotten into you? And mom says, there's a doctor downtown that I really would like you to see. And he then, Elijah then hears like a thump behind the office door. And Elijah is like, I know what I saw. The principal then comes back out. With the cop that she walked in with, who is now <laughs> dead eyed. Oh, no. <laughs> the cop says, cop is like, there's nothing here. Just a kid looking for some attention. And Principal BB Newworth is like, I'm so sorry about this. And she's like, why don't we speak privately in my office to Elijah's parents? No. And Elijah's like, and Elijah's like, no, no, mom, I'm uh, I really want to see that doctor you talked about. Can you just take me home? And they're like, we'll talk to you later, Mrs. Principal Baby Newworth. And they leave. Phew. Phew. So now we're home. 
mom and dad are like trashing his room, like looking for drugs, I guess. <laughs> I guess they say yeah. we're looking for drugs. I'm sure. They're like, he's got to be on drugs. I guess. Yeah. And Elijah just stands by, stands by what he saw. And that makes them even more mad. And he's like, let me just call Jordana. But the dad sees that he's got like a dozen pictures, like candid pictures of Jordana, like hanging over his desk. So he's like, oh, that's why you want to fucking call Jordana. Mm. Like, what the fuck? And dad has had it. And he's like, no phone, no internet. And Elijah's like, I'm not going back to that school. And then mom is like, don't forget his porno. And so the dad like lifts up his mattress and like grabs a bunch of porno (laughs) magazines of topless Jennifer Love Hewitt, I guess. And (laughs) mom is like, we're going to get you help. And then they leave. As soon as they leave, Elijah does some sort of like boop boop on his computer, but I don't know why. And he climbs right the fuck out the window. Goodbye. Just climbs right out. And as he's standing on the roof, he looks out and he sees Mrs. Olson, coach and nurse just standing in the yard staring at him. No, 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 no. This totally freaks him out and he falls off the fucking roof. Oh, fuck. And they start coming towards him and he's like, ah, and right at that moment, his dad comes out and he's like, you're fucking grounded. And he's like, they're here. They're gone. Fuck. So dad throws him back in the house. <sighs> what are we contending with? Ghosts or aliens or what? So now we come back to school next day. Dad is dropping Elijah off. And Elijah's like, Dad, I'm begging you, please don't make me go in there. And Dad is like, come home right after school. Elijah gets out. I hope so. Uh, Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. So Elijah gets out and he's walking into school. And then we see the coach walks over to Dad's window and he's like, oh, Mr. Mr. Elijah, can I talk to you? So Elijah looks back and they both look at him and he's just like, fuck, like, what do I do? He keeps walking. He's now walking through the the hallway and is paranoid. Like, yeah, totally. Like, we don't know if we're seeing that everybody looks weird, but like, also we might be seeing that everybody like it, we're paranoid as well. And he like bumps <clears throat> into Jordana. He then says, wow, you look so different. I didn't recognize you. Her disguise (laughs) is a silky ponytail, glasses, Mm. and a slightly baggy button-up shirt. Mm. To which I said, this can't be a disguise. She looks exactly the same. Let me keep watching. She takes Elijah into into a bathroom stall, like pulls him in. And we hear over the loudspeaker that the principal is calling students to her office. Oh, no. And Jordana is one of them. And Jordana looks at Elijah and is just like, this is all your fault. And Elijah's like, My fault? what? She then says, do you think I'm in drag for the aesthetics? She then proceeds to take her ponytail out and her glasses off. And look out the door and say, make reference to the fact that she's 
in a disguise. <laughs> She's <laughs> I mean Clark Kenting it. Put glasses on your face was the <laughs> the make a girl look like a completely different human of the nineties. What Ketra? Who are you? I where'd my co-host go? Ketra? Uh, she she left. I'm someone with glasses on. What? I don't who Oh my god, Ketrin! It was, it was me the whole time. It was me all along. I thought you were a different person. Oh my couldn't, goodness. Yeah. That was my disguise. I put glasses on so Holy you shit. couldn't tell she it put was glasses me. on and I didn't recognize her anymore. Yeah. So, is this 1992? What's happening? <laughs> so, Elijah's like, "Did you tell your parents?" And Jordana's like, "Yeah, my mom didn't believe me." And they start arguing about what they saw and, like, they throw out, like, it's a devil's cult. Who are they? Blah, blah, blah. And Jordana's like, I'm going to find Stan. Like, meaning she's going to tell her boyfriend what's going on. Mm -hmm. We now cut to Coach coming into the faculty lounge. And now all the teachers are just, like, drinking all of the water Mm -hmm. and, like, refilling the, like, water cooler. And there's no coffee in the coffee pot. There is always coffee in a teacher's lounge coffee pot that was the scariest thing in this whole movie a fucking empty coffee pot in a teacher's lounge terrifying means trouble so you know it's i mean that would be my immediate reaction i'd be like i am in a school of aliens because there's no coffee in the teacher's lounge Mm -hmm. teacher's lounge coffee Mm -hmm. pot they're all just crowding around the water cooler we cut to class it's drunk teacher's class and we hear that Students are still being called to the office. And Mary Louise Hutchinson sees Clea looking at Stan, who's sitting in a chair. And she's like, go talk to him. And Clea's like, no. And as they walk by, Mary Louise Hutchinson, like, pushes her. So she, like, falls onto Stan. And she's like, oh, sorry. And Stan just kind of ignores it. And is like, whatever. But then Clea, like, sits down. She's like. Ready, ready for the for the big game tonight? <laughs> and Stan is like, I quit the team. And she's like, are you serious? And she like sits down to listen. And he's like, yeah, I'm just tired of everyone kissing my ass because I'm the captain of the football team. And he's like, after we won the big game, and she's like, thanks to you and your completed passes. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, and he's like, I got a D on my history exam and Furlong changed it to an A. Oh, shit. And he's like, he said it was an A for having such a strong arm. And he's like, I earned that D. He was like, that was my D. I studied for that D. And um, he's like, I just wish people would like let me be who I am. And they just kind of smile at each other. Wow. Quite the integrity, Stan. Yeah, he's not like the typical. Is he high someone that we recognize? He is, but like not by like his name. I didn't recognize, mm-hmm. but like the actor, you would recognize him as like having been in stuff from that era. Yeah. Um, but now he directs a lot of stuff because oh. I like kind of looked him up because I was like, what have I fucking? And I was like, oh, I just know you from everything, right? But like, yeah. So at this point. Drunk teacher comes in and, like, grabs the earbuds out of a football player's ear and is like, all right. And everyone is just, like, kind of shocked that he's engaged. And 
tells them, he's like, all right, we're going to write down our family history. You're going to write down every single person that you're related to in your family tree. And someone's like, is this going to be on the test? (laughs) And teacher's like, this is the test. Cut to Josh and Mary Louise Hutchinson at the locker. And she sees him pull out some Bic pens. And she's like, what is that? And he's like, magic dust, want some? And she's like, no, I'm allergic to aspirin, so that would probably kill me. (laughs) And uh, he's like, well, we wouldn't want to do that, would we? (laughs) Kim, your pants! Ah! They fell off again. Flirty, flirty. I mean, I don't have any pants left and I don't have skin left. Now my muscles just fell off. (sighs) Your muscles fell off. She's just bones. (laughs) (laughs) Or boner. (laughs) I'm just a... A pantsless, skinless, muscleless bottom half. Yep. Winnie the Poohing with bones. Yep. Winnie the Poohing with bones. So now we cut to Stan in the in the hallway, and Usher comes up and he's like, Hey, I'm the new team captain. And Stan's like, Good for you, man. Like, great. Meanwhile, Clea kind of like is standing there too. And she kind of just like turns and sees Salma, nurse Salma Hayek just close the door as or no, she sees one of the teachers close the door as she sees nurse Salma Hayek giving a student an ear exam. And there and Cleo's just like, what the fuck? So Jordana. So now we're getting the team together. Jordana pulls Stan aside saying she needs to talk to him. Elijah pulls Clea aside saying he needs to talk to her. Mary Louise Hutchinson is telling Josh about why she moved here after the accident. She's like, after the accident, I, you know, lost both my parents. And so I moved here because this is where my cousins live. So that's why I'm here. And Josh is like, "Uh, yeah, my mom and dad are dead, too. (gasps) Josh. And he's like, well, I mean, they're still breathing, but they may as well be dead. Uh (laughs) Still. Yeah. Gosh, and just every new fact makes me love him more. Love him more. more. Now he's a tragic character. Troubled. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Uh it doesn't really come up, but he also is very rich. Oh my goodness. I that wasn't even on the table. I didn't assume Yeah, any. so he's I got like the opposite. He, yeah, he's got like poor bad boy vibes, but then with money. So like literally fuck. the best of both worlds. Oh fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's just selling uh, shit for fun. Exactly. So as they're talking, we see that couple that was like super abusive to each other. And we see that the dude is just sitting on a bench like dead eyes. And the girl is just like, fucking respond to me and like hitting him in the head. And he's just like not responding. Oh, he's aliened. And Josh like sees this and just clocks it. Uh, He then clocks that there's this like line of like 50 kids at the water fountain. So then Hyde and his friend come up to him and they're like, hey, man, you got any more of those pens? And he's like, yeah, here you go. And he's like, cool. You got any more? And he's like, yeah, here. And he's like, cool. Any more? And he's like, "Uh, no, I'm that's all I got. But we see that he like slips five of them into his pocket uh-huh. and they're like, cool. Any in your car? And he's like, nope, not I'm out. And he's like, all right, I got to go. But they're like, we're being super aggressive. So he like 
pockets like I would say maybe about five of them and like doesn't let them see that he does have more that he could have given to them. And then he turns around and here comes Famke Jensen looking like the Famke Jensen. Oh, she took her glasses off. She took her glasses off and she put her hot pants on for sure. Looking like a smoke show. And Josh sees her coming and is like, I'm not in the mood, Miss Burke. And she just comes up to him, like, punch, like, hits him in the chest. And she's got, she's like, I got zero fucking tolerance. Eat my asshole. And, oh, shit. And she's like, I'm the one with no tolerance, you pathetic little runt. Also, Kevin Williamson, you're doing a great job, honestly. But I have never in my life heard someone in an actual argument call someone a runt. That's that's an insult that we hear in movies a lot, but like at no point would I ever really be like, oh, I'm really serving them the business by calling them a runt. So I'm just going to ask you to punch that Here's up, Here's Ketrin shitting on Kevin Williamson again. I just want I – just, I just believe in him and I want him to be his best self. That's all I that's mean, happening to be here. fair, she couldn't even like open her mouth before, so it – actually kind of makes sense to me that this is how she's like now able to give an insult okay kevin to be fair kim is on your side okay so um me and Katie do with that information what you go will way back <laughs> yeah um and so she's just like really getting in his face and she's like and i can't call your mom about what a fucking asshole you are because you don't even know where she is and she's like Ouch. i've taken your shit for too long and Josh is like, woman, what are you on? And she's like, woman, did you just call me woman? And she like grabs his head. And she's like, if I see you peddling your dust anymore, I'm going to shove my foot so far up your ass, you'll be sucking my toes at graduation. <laughs> Goodness gracious. And she just like marches off. And now we cut to. Are you saying I'm going to graduate this year? <laughs> That's great news. Are you saying I'm going to get to suck your toes? (laughs) (laughs) And so now we cut to Clea and Elijah in the library. And he basically is explaining everything that happened to her. And she's sort of like, we are like, why are you telling me this? And we learn that she's like super into sci-fi stuff, right? So she's like, I mean, I have noticed that the faculty is acting really weird, but like what is your why are you talking to me and he's like i think that they're aliens and she says something jokingly she's like yeah like they've been taken over by pod people and he's like what what's that and she's like oh it's just it's a joke like it's from body snatchers and he's like what if it's true and she's like it's not and elijah goes on this whole thing he's like what if aliens have been on the planet for years and made these movies about aliens and body snatchers and pod people to throw us off the scent. Oh my goodness, genius! Honestly, yeah, genius. Setting move us by up, the aliens. Yeah, setting us up so that no one would believe if it actually happened. Yeah, Whoa. I was like, pretty convoluted, Elijah, but not completely out of the realm of possibilities because we are potentially dealing with actual aliens. So, um, Clea is basically like. If this were real, where are the pods? And Elijah's like, I don't know. And then she's like, well, I guess in Puppet Masters, they were parasites. 
And that's where they cut. In Puppet Master? Puppet Masters, she uh, says. Okay. Yeah. Um, I had the same them. thought. Yeah, I had the same thought. Uh, we did Puppet Master for a live show, Sammy's, um, which you'll get to hear at some point in your lives. Um, so now we cut to Jordana and Stan and Elijah uh, in the science lab being like, Clay is on to something. But Jordana's like being a stone cold bitch to Clay still. Uh, so in the science lab, they now go in there and they see that the tank is completely empty. No organisms, no water. It's empty. And Stan now comes in and they're like, or Stan was in there. They're now explaining everything to Stan. And they're like, aliens are taking over the school. Obviously, Stan laughs it off. And they're all like, you saw Brummel. Like, you took her fucking scalp off. Like, something weird is going on. And then they're like, and we saw her body. And you saw that they're, like, bringing kids into the office. So they're basically just being like, here's what you've seen. This is the proof of it. We now cut to Josh and Mary Louise Hutchinson in another science lab. Basically, like, two science labs next to each other connected by a vent. Right? And Josh and Mary Louise Hutchinson are ducking into the science room. And she's like, is this where you get all your equipment? And he's like, uh, yeah. So basically, like, to make his drugs, he steals a bunch of beakers and shit from the science lab. And he's just, like, in there, like, taking shit and, like, smoking a cigarette and looking hot doing it. Stop it. I'm going to yeah. lose my bones. I know. You're about to lose I'm your bones. I'm just going to be a half person. Yeah, because he's great at smoking. Like, smoking is gross. But, but then, like, people that are, like, good at smoking, it's like... That's really fucking hot. Yeah. So he's smoking and like making eyes at her. And (laughs) he then like walks up to her and she's like, we're going to get in trouble. And he's like, if anyone finds us, just grab on to me because the punishment will be less severe. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And then he kisses her. (gasps) Josh, my bones. Oh, I've lost my bones. Just a torso. Uh, but he totally pulls a Kim Burns because like he was not interested in her having her angle at all. Because he just blocks her entire face when they kiss with his hand. Oh just like I was like, no. how does he pull Kim Burns? <laughs> just like look at my hands. You don't face. need to see her face. Um I'm fine with it. Put your hands on me. Yeah. And he's a pretty good kisser. He's just got such big hands. He does have big hands. Cover her whole face. Hey. (laughs) Ah, my bones! Oh, my God. So as they're kissing, we now hear the conversation from the other science lab through the vent. And Josh is like, shh, be quiet. To Mary Louise Hutchinson. He's feeling mischievous, Mm -hmm. if you will. Mm Mm-hmm. Back in the other room, Stan is challenging Elijah being like, okay, like, why here then? And Elijah makes a very good point and says, if you're going to take over the world, would you blow up the White House or sneak in through the back door? Ohio. Ohio. (laughs) You didn't know? Ohio is the back door of the world. (laughs) Uh, Makes sense. So Stan is kind of like, hmm, and then... Ah! Josh and Mary Louise Hutchinson come in and they're like, ha ha, spooked ya. And 
Josh is like, I heard what you guys were talking about, and the only person who's an alien is you. And I think he's talking to Clea, maybe, whatever, because I think Clea's probably like, you asshole, or whatever. At this point, Jon Stewart comes in and is like, what are you guys doing in here? Elijah, uh, oh, one of them then says, I think it's Josh, says, well, Elijah here thinks you and the whole faculty are aliens. Josh! And Jon Stewart, like, kind of laughs, but then pulls the blinds down. And Elijah says, the thing I found, where is it? And Jon Stewart says, I sent it to the university. At that point, Josh tries to leave, and Jon Stewart handily pushes him back and throws him off. Elijah then comes up to him, and Jon Stewart grabs him by the throat. Question eight, what do you do and what does Josh do? So Josh has just been thrown off. Here's what I'll tell you. You're in a science lab. So what do you do? What does Josh do? I think we're going to use some type of fire at him, hand in hand. Zero points. <laughs> Great. Um, and very zero. Uh, yeah, zero points. Josh grabs one of those paper cutters, like where it's like a slab and then a very sharp cutter. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. he like rips the cutter part off. So now he basically has like a machete and he like goes and he like slashes at Jon Stewart's hand, which is still holding Elijah by the throat. And he slashes all of his fucking fingers off and his fingers land on the ground and then crawl away. No! But now his cut off fingers now sprout tentacles. Oh, fuck me. At this point, Josh then grabs one of those pens out of his pocket and stabs it into Jon Stewart's eye. Jon Stewart has no reaction to it. Elijah's now on the ground. Jon Stewart is on top of him. And he like goes to like, you know, alien Elijah and sticks his tongue out. Then Josh kind of like pushes him off and his tongue like falls out and crawls away as well. Jon no! Stewart then pushes Josh into the water tank, which now has water in it. And before it didn't, uh -oh. but now it does. So Josh is now like, incapacitated broken like thrown over a table broken water tank and john stewart is like standing over him with the pen in his eye and all of a sudden john stewart starts to kind of look around and water starts spewing out of his eye socket and he like starts convulsing falls to the ground and like foaming at the mouth and dies josh then gets up goes over to like look at where he fell and he's got like the choppy machete thing with the paper cutter, but he sees that Jon Stewart is dead as a doornail. And there's like all this foam coming out of his eyeball. Mm. Question mm -hmm. nine, mm -hmm. what do you do? What do they do? Okay. I'm going to be like, I think my drugs can kill them. So since I make my drugs in the science lab here, we're going to gather as many of it as we can. All of the powder of whatever the fuck this is. Okay. Hand in hand. And make powder bombs and knives and swords. You're going to make knives and swords. Got it. 
point for you, half point for them because you got to the conclusion faster than they did. Okay. What they grabbed was not equipment to make stuff, but they did grab one of his fingies. Ew. To like be like, let's see what this is. And then they're like, okay, let's stick together and get the fuck out of here. And they they're like, uh, Josh is like, let's head straight for the parking lot, but stay calm. So they're like walking, but like trying to like not make a big deal about it because they're walking past a bunch of people. Cut to them walking through the hallway and everyone just looks kind of zombified. The abusive couple is now like holding hands and they sort of just like hear whispering. Everyone is drinking big giant things of water. They're heading to Josh's car and they're intercepted by the football team. And Usher like goes up to Stan and is like, sure, you don't want to play with us. And then they get into the car and speed off. Cut to them in the car. Josh is smoking hotly. And he like tries to turn on the radio to see if there's any news. And there's no reception. As they're driving, they now see that one of the roads is blocked by a bunch of cops. Oh, and Josh fuck. Like, Detour. And so he's like, skirt, 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 skirt. We now pull up to Josh's. Very nice house because he is a wealthy bad boy. (laughs) They go into his separate carriage house. Oh, my goodness. And he has an entire lab, like a fucking meth lab (laughs) in his shit. He's got like beakers and things and smokings and he's got like a lab rat in there, like an actual lab rat. And then he has boxes of caffeine pills. And Mary Louise Hutchinson is like, this is your big secret caffeine pills so like all they're snorting is caffeine Mm. that's it um and stan then looks down and there's a fucking pistol on the table and josh like looks at them and he's like yeah it's a gun guys and they're like okay josh then like kim kim (laughs) did you just lose your shirt now over him having a gun oh my god Kim has now lost her shirt. So Josh then pulls out the specimen, looks at it under a microscope, and then we see that he puts the specimen into the cage with the lab rat. Nothing happens. Question 10, what do you do and what does Josh do? Wait, he what? He puts the thingy in the thing. Okay. Okay. Hand in hand, we're going to do some experiments and um, put some water and some powder on it. So he drops water on the specimen and immediately tentacles shoot out. (laughs) And they like grab the rat, but then just kind of slink into the rat's ear and the rat is fine. So Josh then reaches in. And he snaps the rat's neck, but apologizes for it. And they don't show it. We then cut to Josh, like, dissecting Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the rat. And he pulls, like, the parasite out of the rat. And he's looking at it through the scope. And he's like, okay, so what I'm seeing is that it can survive on its own and replicate. But... It's part of a bigger organism. Mm -hmm. And he's like, and it survives mainly in water. And Elijah, 
I'm like, Josh is incredibly smart that he can see all of this from looking through a microscope at an unknown organism. He's but my man. That's why he is your man. my man. He's very smart. And Elijah's like, aren't humans composed mostly of water? Ooh, right, yes. And Josh is like, and that explains what happened to Jon Stewart because these are mostly caffeine and caffeine is a diuretic which sucks up water, which is why even though coffee is composed of water, it still dehydrates you because it has so much caffeine in it. So he puts – he takes the cap off the pen and pours it onto the organism and the organism shrivels up. Mm-hmm. So they're like, okay, so what do we do now? And everyone's like, well, this is Clea's area the way that – you know, because she's into science fiction, the way that everyone would turn to us in an apocalypse – as the experts. Obviously. And, but Clea's like, why am I the fucking expert? And Jordana's being a, a bitch, being like, because you're the fucking sci-fi freak. <laughs> Just so much attitude. And Clea's like, okay. <sighs> All right. Well, if we're going by made up science fiction movies, in theory, based on what you said, they're all connected. So if we kill the mother, we kill all of them. Like vampires. Like vampires? Vampires? If you kill the sire, it kills all of their people? Yeah. Not in Buffy. I mean, in most vampire lore. Interesting. I mean, that's a, a hmm. that's a that's a tactic to survive always. Oh my gosh. I'm really glad that we're having this conversation because I didn't know I'm that was a thing. I'm concerned for you. Oh my goodness. I'm a little concerned as Catherine well. I guess I just got vampired. Yeah, I guess I was just going by Buffy lore where that is not the case. I've never. Sheesh. Gosh, I've never known of that not not being the case. Fascinating. Well, I'm glad that we got. I'm glad we got this out in the open because I never would have known that that and was even a thing we should that's, do. That's um, what we do in the shadows too. That's why they have to keep the oldest one that exists alive. Alive and safe. And that's you are so. You guys. My best friend. She's so smart. Keeping you alive since some year. Yeah. <laughs> long time ago. Since a long time ago. Since a long time ago. Since we and were emotionally alive. 17. Yeah. So we kill the mother. We kill them all. Jordana is like, well, that's just a theory. And I'm like, do you have a theory, bitch? Are you contributing to this at all? And so... Jordana is like, well, we need to get out of here. And Elijah is like, we can't go back. Like, where are we going to go? Right. Like, they took over the school in a day and a half. Give it a week. Like, we won't be able to outrun that. And Stan is like, also, we don't even know who a fucking who's an alien and who's not. And he's like, one of us could be an alien right now. So question 11, what do you do and what do they decide to do? Hand in hand, powder ourselves, caffeine ourselves. Immediately. Immediately. So, but they do this whole thing where it's like, this is the plan. In order to determine that you are not an alien, we all have to do it. But everyone puts up a fucking stink about it when it gets to them, which is so stupid. Just do it. But before they come to that conclusion, Stan points out, he's like, well, one thing that we can do to determine is like the behavior change. Because he points out, he's like, coach was like not a right. fucking raging piece of shit to me. Right. When I quit and Jordana looks at him and's like, 
hmm, behavior change, kind of like the star quarterback quitting. And Stan is like, fuck you. Also, since when do you wear glasses? (laughs) Yeah, what's up with your disguise, bitch? Your super (laughs) impenetrable disguise that you're wearing. (laughs) What is that ponytail, (laughs) alien bitch? Do you know what I'm going to wear for Halloween next year? I'm just going to put glasses on. Do it. And I'm going to be like, I'm incognito, which is what Jordana says. Like, I'm a 1990s teenager incognito. Yeah. Clea is like, we need to trust each other. And Jordana, being a stone cold bitch to her, is like, why would I trust you? And she's like, tell me, Miss Lesbian, since when do you like boys? And MLH is like, she's not a lesbian. And she's like, yeah, I know, because I've seen how you look at Stan. And so basically commenting that, like, she's into Stan. I'm like, she's yeah, always she's been always into Stan, bitch. Stan. Yeah. And Jordana then comes for Mary Louise Hutchinson and is like, well, you're the new one. And I'm like, to be honest, that's fair. And it did kind of start when you started. So, I mean, yeah. And Josh obviously comes in to defend her. <gasps> And Elijah is like, oh, you already lost your shirt. Oh, my God. Did you lose your – no, you still have your shirt. skin. No, you're just topless with no legs or bones or muscles or anything on the bottom of you. So um, Elijah's like, I mean, she has a point. This all started when you got here. Says the same thing you did. Stan is then like, Josh, I mean, not to throw shade, but, like, you know a ton about this. Like, so they're all calling each other out on why they could all – possibly be an alien he's a fucking genius because he's a fucking genius he's a fucking hot genius with a big dick i don't know if he has (laughs) oh my but i'm sure i can't even handle it (laughs) so now we cut to a car pulling up outside the end that's all we see cut back to the lab josh now has a bunch of pens and they're going to do your idea uh and he's like we all got to snort it but they all have to put up a stink about it beforehand so Stan is like, when he's handed a pen, is like, I don't do drugs. Mm-hmm. Josh is like, okay, Elijah, you do it first. Elijah does it. No problem. Good snorts for you, it. Elijah. Doesn't put up a stink. Is a team player. Snorts the fucking shit. Stan is like, okay, now you, Josh. And Josh is like, I don't get home, moon stash. I'm like, fuck. Um, and before he does it, Elijah starts, like, laughing out of place. So Stan gets freaked out and, like, points the gun at Elijah, grabs the gun, points it at his head. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with him? And Josh is like, he's tweaking, man. Let him fucking tweak. And he just, like, keeps – Elijah just keeps laughing with a gun pointed at his head. Uh And uh, Stan then turns the gun on Josh and is like, fucking snort it. Josh snorts it. He then trades the gun for another pen Stan snorts it. Everyone appears to be not shriveled up. Right. Clea's turn. Clea says, I'm not putting that hack drug up my nose. Ugh, just do it. So she's like, okay, what's in it? He's like, caffeine and other household shit. So now Stan and Elijah are both tweaking. Jordana also refuses to do it. And... Mary Louise Hutchinson, like, kind of says to Josh, she's like, like, but seriously, like, I'm allergic to aspirin. Mm. Like, this will 
kill me mm. like no joke and uh the tweaking people like have no filter so now they're just like calling Jordana a bitch like they've always <laughs> wanted to do <laughs> you're such a fucking bitch and Josh is now tweaking so Josh is like trying to be the boss but is also like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. tweaking out and MLH is like seriously like I can't like I know that you need to figure out if I'm an alien but like if I'm not if I'm not an alien I'm gonna be dead so <laughs> I don't right. I don't know what to tell you and Josh is like you have to do it so he hands Jordana and MLH caffeine sticks. They both snort it. They both kind of fall backwards. Jordana then turns around and she's bugs under the skin. Superhuman alien strength. And they're like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. Josh is now pointing the gun at Jordana who's like, you know, it, and it looks like there's like yeah. worms crawling oh, under her skin. Yucky. And she's just like. <sighs> and. Josh is like, I can't do it. I can't do it. And Clay is like, I can fucking do it, bitch. (laughs) And so she grabs the gun, shoots, but misses. Jordana then Kool-Aid mans out the wall of the carriage house. Jordana was a fucking alien. Since who knows when. I wasn't expecting that. I thought that, um, I thought they were all going to be safe. Mm. Oh. But I I guess. Also, that is literally just a scene from The Thing. Yeah, right. Totally. It's just that scene where they're testing the blood. So Jordana yeah, it reminded me of that actually when I was like, well, obviously. Yeah. And even the the, the thing kind of reminds me of the thing here. The the <laughs> <laughs> the alien exactly. reminds me of the alien. The alien Got it. And that reminds me of the alien in this. Yes. Uh I'm so, sure it's inspired by. I I would assume so. So Kool-Aid man's out the wall and gets into that fucking car that we saw pull up and drives off. Should have known by her glasses. Should have known. <sighs> that was her that was her alien disguise. So they all kind of chase her out, and Josh is like, fuck! Because as she ran out, she like cashed most of his supply. Oh shit. And he's like, what the fuck are we going to do? Like not MLH or something? Yeah, like she just kind of like fucking bull in a china shopped his okay, place. Okay. okay. And MLH is now just like laughing inappropriately. And Josh asks Elijah, who like is kind of coming out. And he's like, how much do we have left? And Elijah's like, not much. But it's in this sort of thing that's like almost looks like a – a champagne gun, you know, Corey's champagne gun where it, like you mm-hmm. load the thing onto it and then it like squirts. So it almost like it has a larger canister and then you would fill the pens mm-hmm. from that okay, kind of thing. And so Josh is like, OK, well, we only need enough to kill the queen. And they're like, but we don't know oh, who the queen is. Yeah. And also, where would we find her? So question 12, where do they decide to look first and where do you decide to look first? I'll give you a clue. It's Friday night. Uh, hand in hand, we're going to the football game. <laughs> yeah. So, cut to the football game. And the song playing is so dramatic, late 90s. We don't need no education. And we're watching the game play out. And... Our team is literally, like, murdering the other team. 
in tackles. Oh, because like, we're so strong now. We're yeah, so strong. So strong. And, and we see that, like, every time, like, someone gets tackled and the other team is on the ground, like, when they kind of, like, get up off of them, they're kind of zombie-eyed. Oh, fuck. Wow. We are and, quick with our yeah. alienating. Yeah. And Robert Patrick is just, like, watching it arms crossed, like, maniacally laughing with, like, giant eyes every time someone's neck gets shattered. Ah. And he's just like, yeah! <laughs> and our kids are, like, kind of trying to make it through the crowd. They basically think it's Principal Drake, Principal B.B. Newworth. Right. And okay. they kind of look at the stands and they're like, fuck, like, literally the entire fucking town is here. Like, by morning... Uh. There will be no humans left. Like, they can do it this quickly. We then see Principal B.B. Newworth and Olsen standing next to each other in the stands. And they just kind of together in unison look over at our kids no! and stare at them. We now cut to all of our kids. They've now congregated in, like, the gym where the bleachers are. And it's, like, the aud- the auditorium, the bleachers. And it's those bleachers that, like, you push a button on the wall and they, like, fold up. They go in and out. You know? Yeah. Uh-huh. Which... I always thought were so cool. Did you have those? Uh, I think so. I always thought those were really, we never had those. Um, But it's like you push a button, they're like, Um, they're all like, what do we do? What do we do? Principal B.B. Newworth comes in and she's like, the gym is closed, everyone. She's like, you all come with me. Stan and Josh tackle her and tie her up with a volleyball net. Stan then pulls a gun on her and Elijah holds out a pen and is like, sniff this. And principal BB Newworth is like, what is happening? And she like starts crying. Like, she's like, what are you guys, what are you doing? And Elijah is like, sniff this or he shoots you. And she's like, please, I don't understand what's happening. And Josh, we see Josh like bars the door with a chair and Elijah is like, fine, we'll shove it in your eye like we did for John Stewart. And she's like crying. And she's like, please, please. And they kind of start to doubt themselves. Right. She then kind of starts to get up because she's only just sort of like inconvenienced by the volleyball net. She could still like sort of stand. Okay. When she starts to stand, Josh grabs the gun and shoots her in the head. Shut the fuck up. Right between the fucking eyes. Holy shit. And she's dead. Nothing happens. Better hope she's aliened. MLH is like, nothing's happening. Like, what if we were wrong? Clay is like, okay, we'll stab her with the pen and find out. Blood starts just like pooling out of her head, very human-like. And they're like, I, I think we made a mistake. She stands up ah. and bugs start crawling all out of her. And then she starts coming toward MLH, who's holding like the, the stash of the stuff. Question 13, what do you do and what does MLH do? Throw it on her. They do. MLH does. Uh, yeah. Gun, gun, gun shoot her with it. Um, How much of it? I think they um, – I mean, I'm not going to do all of it. Okay. Is all I know. I got to save it just in case. Do they do all of it? Oh, fuck. 
I'm going to say all of it. Fuck. MLH panics because she's like. And like dumps it all. Rushing her and like "Ah!" just dumps it all. Well, BB knew where it disintegrates. Sure. So she was a fucking alien. Obviously. But now they only have three pens left. I don't like this under the skin bug crawling thing situation. Oh, it's a real I was okay with like some tentacles, but bugs. Can't do it. Yeah. It's it's not great. And they're like (laughs) slithering through your face. Do not like it. So they have three pens left. Okay. Okay. They're all inside the gym. They suspected that B.B. Newworth was the queen. Right. Okay. They're all looking out the window. Question 14. What do you do? What do they do? Um, I mean, I think we're hand in hand just like trying to see if everyone else disintegrates. Do we do something specific more than that? Can you ex- Can you expound on that? So if I think she's the queen, then I'm like looking outside to be like are the other people okay dead hand in hand yeah one point for you stan says i'm gonna go out and see if everyone is unaliened because what they think oh they think now they'll be to un-aliened. be fair well we don't i mean who knows we don't know uh which I didn't know either, but that that is maybe Clea. Uh, yeah, maybe in Pod Podland, they just once the alien dies, they're unaliened. I guess because they're a parasite. Well, if they're a parasite, that would maybe make sense that like the parasite Can't dies live basically the main one, right? Yeah. So Stan is like, I'm gonna go out and see if they're unaliened. And Elijah is like, What if it wasn't Drake though? Then you're just like walking out. And Stan is like, Well, then we're fucked either way. So. Just before, so he's like, I'm going out. Just before he goes out, Clea grabs him ah! and kisses Clea, him. Clea, yay! And is like, I just don't want to have never done that. Oh my gosh, yes, queen, so cute. And Stan wasn't you. not into it. Yeah. So then Elijah and Josh just kind of start like giggling, and she's like, "What are you looking at?" And so now we cut to Stan. It is now conveniently storming up a butthole. That type of rain where you can't see anything. It's raining so hard and it's dark out. It's nighttime. And he can't see anything and he comes upon the team standing on the football field, all of them just staring up at the rain with tentacles out of their face. Oh, everyone's getting wet. And then they just all look down at Stan with scary eyes. Uh, guys, it didn't work. <laughs> Cut back to the gym. MLH is just like, I wish I had never come here. <laughs> <laughs> sure, right. Yeah, fair. And they're all like looking out the window, like for Stan, but they can't see anything because the rain is so oh, bad. I can't see through. And then all of a sudden, Stan yeah. is at the window and he's like, let me in, you guys. They're at, They're coming. They're coming. Please let me in. And they're like. You got you got to take the drug, man. And he's like, okay, okay. Like, yeah, just let me in. I'll, I'll take it. And they're like, you got to take it outside, man. And he's like, no, just let me in. Like, they're too fast. They're coming after me. So Elijah slides a, a pen under the door and Stan is like, okay, 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 okay. Puts it to his nose. Then he looks up at Clea, smiles, 
and dumps the pen. No, Stan. And everyone is like, fuck. And Clea is just like so upset, like crestfallen. And Stan is just looking at Clea and he's like, open the door. It's so much better. Stop it. Stop it, Stan. He's like, there's no pain. It's beautiful. And you'll be beautiful. We want you. I want you. Fuck you, Stan. Now open the fucking door. Like Mark Wahlberg in Fear style. Where it was like, oh, I don't know if to be scared (laughs) or turned on. (laughs) And... Josh then gets, like, all aggro at him through the door or through the window. And Stan, like, backs away with kind of a smile and then, like, runs too fast away into the rain. We're now with Clea, Elijah, Josh, and MLH. And Josh is like, I think I have more scat, is what he calls it, in my car. The pens. So Josh and Elijah decide to go outside. And they're running among the school buses, right? So they're kind of like zigzagging, hiding among the school buses. The team is now marching towards them, but they're dodging them. And Stan is now like magically in his football uniform, captain of the team again, like marching. Elijah and Josh are hiding underneath of a school bus, okay? The team is like looking for them. They need to get to Josh's car. Question 15, what do you do? What do they do? I don't know. (sighs) What's floating around in my head is like join them like we're zombies kind of thing. Float away, baby. Like not really join them, but like pretend, you know, under the school bus. I have a typo that says, Elijah hides under a schoolboy. Oh, my. Elijah. (laughs) Elijah. Like, are they super close to us? Do they know where we are? Like, have they seen us? What's They the, what's appear the to be. This is kind of a 1970s situation where it's like, I need a wide shot mm, and right. I'm not getting it. Um, the team is kind of marching around and we are actively trying to dodge them between school buses. But I don't necessarily know where they are in relation to me at all times. But we can hear them. I'll tell you that because they're kind of marching. Where have they sync. seen us? They know. I'll say that they know that we're there and they're looking for us, but they don't know where we are. They have not. They have not seen us. It's more like they sense that someone's there. I don't fucking know. I'm fucked. Kim's like I'm just a shirtless torso. So <laughs> what do you expect I don't know. me to do? Right now? <laughs> um. I'm going to try my thing of, like, pretending to be one of them. And maybe they just make a run for it. One point. I don't know that that would keep you alive, but I also don't know that it wouldn't. I don't know if they can sense who is an alien or not. Mm. But it's not a terrible idea. What they do is Josh is like, I know what we're going to do. You're the decoy bitch. And, like, pushes Elijah out. Oh, no. And the team charges him, and Elijah then hides inside of a school boy, mm-hmm. <laughs> school bus. And he's like hiding in there, and the team kind of like walks past. He's like, Phew. And then Jordana pops up from behind oh. one of the seats. 
And she's being like an alpha bitch trying to convince him to like, just come on over to us. And as she's doing that, the team now senses where he is and they're like banging on the back door of the bus. You know, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm, bus has mm-hmm. back back door. So he's now stuck between back door of the bus and Jordana. He looks up and he sees like a rooftop window and yeah. he like jumps up and pulls himself through. Again, upper body strength. If that is required in my survival, I am dead. Yeah. Um, Seems not that Elijah and that would have it either, but you know. True. So he, Elijah, escapes, presumably. We now cut to Josh at his car. He makes it to the trunk. And then he sort of like senses that someone is there. And he's like, hello, Miss Burke. And she's like, hi, sweetie pie. And that's Bonka Jensen. Okay. And she's, and he's like, looking for some more chocolate-favored laxatives. And he's sort of like, he was at the back of the, he was at the trunk. And he's sort of like, she comes towards him. So he kind of circles around to the driver's side. And she's like, actually, I had my heart set on something cherry-flavored. And Josh, like, smirks and blushes. And then he's like, sorry, I'm all out. And we see that he's looking in his window and he sees three or four pens on the floor of his driver's side of Mm -hmm. his car. And so now they're on either side of the car. She's like leaning on the top and uh, he's uh, like talking to her, but then is like uh, gets into the car like really fast and like closes the door. She then busts through the window and is, like, hanging out the window. So, like, her legs are, like, out the window. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, he's trying to reach for the pens. He accelerates, which, like, throws her into the car and into the back. So now she's in the car with him. And she, like, gets his her face, like, right in his face. And she's, like, you're too tense, sweetie. Like, just toying with him. And then tentacles come out of her mouth. He's driving, like, crazy, like, trying to, like, keep her away question 16 what do you do what does he do she's in the car behind her with with a pen hand in hand you can't reach the pens you're like trying to reach the pens oh then um full stop so she flies out the windshield hand in hand i'll give you a double ding for that i think you could have just slammed on the brakes what he does is he puts on his seat belt seat belts himself and slams the car into a bus. Yeesh. Which I'm like, well, now you hurt yourself. So she flies out the windshield. The car explodes. He kind of like crawls out and he's like, am I okay? But he's got the pens in his hand. And then as he like is kind of coming to, he sees her head slither by him on <laughs> tentacles. No. And he's like, what the fuck? And then he looks up and he sees her body like looking for the head. <laughs> she grabs it and puts it back on. And Josh is like, fuck this and just runs. So now we're back with Clea and MLH. So they're the only ones two left in the gym. Only ones two left in the gym. Anyway, MLH is looking just like not well and really upset. And she's like, who do you think it is? She's like, it just, it could be anyone. 
And she's like, in your sci-fi movies, who wins? And Clea's like, well, they win, we lose. And MLH is like, well, maybe maybe we'll win. And mm. uh, she's like, but it was weird. Like, Stan and Jordana, like, looked really happy. Mm. And Clea's like, it wasn't them. It was what took them over. And MLH is like, it just... I feel like it took away their confusion. I know you pride yourself on being an outsider, but aren't you tired? Clea then gets a look in her eye, and MLH says, I know I am. Clea turns back around, and MLH slaps her to the ground with a tentacle. What? And Clea's like, no fucking way! And MLH turns into a giant lizard demon or something at that moment elijah runs in and is like "Ah, what what just happened clay and e run away question 17 where do you run where do they run to the science lab is the first thing that comes out of my mouth and my brain is there somewhere else i should be going i think i uh right is there somewhere diuretics <laughs> uh, okay I think hand in hand the science lab point for you okay. point for you because where you didn't run is where they ran which is to the pool no guys literally run anywhere else anywhere to dry else them out not wet them anywhere up. else yeah not wet them up <laughs> <laughs> don't wet them up dry them out <laughs> So uh, they run into the pool. MLH lizard dives into the pool and intercepts them. Gra- and she's, ju- I mean, she's the, she's half the size of the pool ah. now. Grabs Clea with a tentacle, slams her to the ground and pulls her into the water. Oh, no. Elijah is then like running around the pool, like calling for Clea, like kind of trying to get to a place where he can maybe try and pull her out. We see Clea underwater kind of, like, comes to. She's, like, bleeding from the mouth, but she sort of, like, comes to and sees this giant fucking thing coming at her underwater, which was so scary. And it opens his mouth, and right as it opens his mouth, Elijah reaches in and pulls her out. Now the thing, like, comes up out of the water, and it's, like, twice the size of twice the size of it was. They then run to the only place they can run to now, which is into the locker room. Okay, so this is a big locker room. So it's rows, it's multiple rows of lockers, okay, okay, that are two-story lockers, if you can picture them. Not literally two stories. I mean, locker on top of a locker. So they're very tall. They're taller than a person. Uh, Cut to the thing in the pool, and the thing turns back into MLH, who walks out of the pool naked. Cut to Clea in the locker room, who's clearly concussed and just, like, not all there. Josh then comes in and is like, hello? <laughs> and Clea's like, I'm here. As she does that, here comes naked MLH. And is like, it's her. It's Clea. And Clea's like, no, it's not. It's her. <gasps> oh, shit. And Josh is like, MLH? Why are like, you naked? Because um, you talked to me, Josh, obviously. Yeah. My, my pants and shirt just <laughs> flew right off me. 
That's the perfect excuse. It's the perfect excuse. I didn't even think of that. She goes, what? Do you not like my body? I'm getting pretty used to it. And I was like, bitch. I mean, she does have a – it's fantastic. It is a fantastic body. I do not blame her for wanting to showcase it, her new bod. And Josh is like, but you took the test. You snorted the shit. Yeah, that's what I'm I saying. saw you. And she goes, how can you be so sure of what you saw? We have a flashback to her nostrils. We see that there's a little flap that closes as she snorts it. What? And a tentacle that like opens the thing and all of the powder falls out. But they were so distracted by Jordana that they missed it. So we now see that Josh has another pen in hand and she's like, do you like what you see? And he goes to stab her with it. Clea grabs his hand and MLH slips away and he turns and we see that Clea has worms in her face. But then Elijah pops out right at the exact second and pushes Clea into the equipment cage and, like, shuts her in there and locks it. Josh then grabs Elijah and is like, take it, man. And Elijah's like, what are you talking about? Like, we can't waste it. We don't have any left. And he's like, I left for one second and now everyone's a fucking alien, so you need to fucking take it. Mm-hmm. So he does. He snorts it. But he's like, now I'm... This is not great. I'm trying to get away from an alien and I'm high. So here we go. E then turns around. Like after he was kind of like, ah, I just snorted something and Josh is gone. And he's like, Josh. And then Josh is thrown over the lockers by a tentacle and he's knocked out on the ground and like a bunch of pens spill out from his hand. Elijah tries to rouse him, but he sees like a tentacle shadow coming and he's like, fuck, like, I gotta go. He kind of, like, backs up and he backs into Clea, who's in the cage, and she, like, grabs his shirt, but she can't do anything. She's just holding him. So he, like, you know, gets away. And, uh, but before he gets away, Clea is like, MLH, he's here! So he gets out of his grasp. He's trying to hide from the tentacles. But she is now hot MLH again. So it's interesting. She's, like, Hot MLH, but her shadow is tentacles. Ooh, cool. Yeah. And she's now just kind of like slowly walking through the lockers. And she's like, you know, where I come from, there are beautiful oceans as far as the eye can see. But it started to dry up. So I escaped and came here. And I met you. And Elijah's like circling back around and so he grabs the three pens off the ground really quietly from Josh and she's like I can give you a taste of my world no pain no sadness I can make you a part of something so special perfect and fearless and she we realize that like she's got him like we know that he's right there and she's right there we know where he is and she comes around the corner he's not there and we just hear his voice from far away. And he's like, I'd rather be afraid. She turns back into tentacles. Elijah then runs back into the gym where the bleachers are. Question 18. What do you do? What does Elijah do? Okay. I think hand in hand, we're going to go 
Can we go like inside the bleachers? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're bleachers. Yeah. We're going to go inside them so she follows. And then we're going to trap her inside by like closing them while she's still inside. And then we're going to powder everywhere. Hey. Double ding. So he goes to the button. He pushes it. So they kind of, they go in slowly. He runs through the bleachers. She follows. They close in on her. And she's squished right before she's about to eat his head. Her head is like right in front of him now. Her body is squished. Question 19. Last question. What do you do? What does he do? Powder McPowderson all over. Stabby McStabby McPowder. All of the pens. Hand in hand. Yes. (laughs) So he stabs her right in the eye, but as he does that, a bunch of worms shoot out and shoot into his face. No, get him! And he's like, "We're watching him get, we're watching him get possessed." And he's like, "No, no!" And then she dies, and they all fall out of his face. Oh my gosh! And she shrivels up, and he's exhausted on the ground. He says, he wouldn't have liked it here anyway. <laughs> we now cut to Elijah opening the cage and rousing, rousing Clea. And he's like, are you, you? She's like, I think so. They hug. And then Josh yeah. is right there. And he's all concussed. And he's like, is it over? And they're like, yeah. Cut to black. One month later, Coach is back. His old abusive <gasps> oh, self. So it did just take out what was inside. Mm-hmm. There's a news reporter on campus being like, "Life is back to normal after the mysterious disappearance of several teachers. Students claim an extraterrestrial was involved." Blah blah blah. So news reporter. We then see that Josh is now on the football team. Josh and is on like, the football team? Josh is on the football team. Okay. And he's like smoking a cigarette. And then Mrs. Burke is like watching him in the stands and like waving to him. I'm like, no. This he's... is illegal. Yeah. This is not I mean, hot. I guess he's like technically 18 because he stayed back a year, but like not yeah. okay. Yeah. I guess yeah, this, I guess you're right. He is. It didn't even occur to ending. me that he was 18 though. Yeah. Yeah, so there's that. And then the more I mean, I get it. One. Don't get me wrong. But I mean, like, it's Josh. No. <laughs> what what I've chance lost, did she like, have? my entire body to him. So. Oh, yeah. Kim is, is at, there's nothing on my screen right now. <laughs> Kim has lost her shirt, her muscles, her bones. There's nothing there. I don't even have a ghost host. Goodbye. I just have the absence. <laughs> yeah. Um, we then see, this one actually upset me more. Um, we then see Stan is watching the game and Clea walks up to him mm-hmm. and kisses him mm-hmm. but she's in a fucking like lavender sweater set and uh, like no makeup and is just like, like she couldn't be herself and be she couldn't them. be herself or that somehow like the way that she was before like wasn't beautiful right. and like now she's beautiful right yeah. kind of thing like it really bothered me that actually bothered me more than like Famke Jensen dating a uh, third time around uh senior or second time around senior because i'm like i mean it's josh hartnett <laughs> i get it uh <coughs> ketrin the really substitute teacher <laughs> she's in your schools people 
Whoopsies. She teaches your children. I go by a different name. I wonder why. Um, just kidding. I'm married. Um, and I wouldn't do that. Also, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's warm in here. Um, so Clea walks up, no longer herself. Elijah is now taking a picture of a butterfly and someone comes up to him and like puts down a bunch of magazine covers like Time magazine and shit that he's like on the cover of. Elijah. It's Jordana. And he stands up and she says, how does it feel to be the hero? And he says, okay, I guess. And then they kiss. Oh, and walk okay. off as a bunch of reporters try to talk to him. I mean, I the hope end. somehow having a parasite live inside her has stopped her from being a bitch. A stone cold bitch. Well, I mean, yeah, she's not going to make fun of Clea anymore because she wears lavender sweater sets. So Fair. yeah, everything's worked out. So we have uh, underage uh, yeah. teacher student. Here's our happy so ending. super happy ending. Yeah, <laughs> all the way around. I yeah. love it. That was fun. Yeah. All right. Let me total your points. Hi, Sammy. So we heard a rumor that you're not signed up for our awesome Patreon yet. What? Where are you getting your bone con then? It's cool. It's fine. You can still subscribe. Just hit the link in the show notes or search for us on Patreon. We're right there. We've got all kinds of bone con. That's bonus content. We've got mini-sodes, post-mortems, and Q&As, all live streamed. Polls, prizes, merch, and just a general smorgasbord of KK Sam. So join us. Or else. Oakley dokely. Um, Dead or Alive's. You got six out of 15. Admirable. Fine. <laughs> yeah. For questions, you got 28 out of 38 for a total of 34 out of 53. I'll take it. Yeah. So how much of this came back to you as I was saying it? Nothing. Nothing. Me too. As I was watching it, I was like. Literally nothing. And I like know I've seen it because Josh Hartnett was in it. Yeah. I just oh, I know no I've seen it. recollection. Because Lauren Demi and I, when we watched it, would like quote to each other, he's tweaking, man. Let him fucking tweak. Like as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, Lauren and I used to like jokingly say that to each other. So I know I've seen it. Nope. No recollection. Nothing. I knew Josh Hartnett was in it. And I knew that there was a that the faculty went cuckoo. How did I like pass school with this brain? <laughs> Well, school only requires a short-term memory, which is why I was so good at it. True. True. Um, cool. That was fun, that though. Was I'm glad we that did that. That was the that. faculty. Next Gosh, week, now I'm I just think... going to go stare at pictures of Josh. <laughs> I need you. I need you to go look at that haircut from an objective perspective. I'm in. Put your bones back together. I mean, it's kind of the only your part muscles. I really remember a little bit is his haircut. I just really need you to look he at it. He always from, like, had that little eyeballs. front bang situation. It's not the front bang. It's the it's the little and the little whisk. Yeah, no, I know exactly what it is, and I'm into it. Oh, God. I know exactly what it is. All right, everybody. Well, I'll I'll do a poll of Josh Hartnett's hair in this movie. Um, I think next week Kim is going to tell me some sort of Thanksgiving. Yes, movie voted about. on by the patrons. Um. We'll give you more information about Axe Womb Film Festival. And you can follow us on all the things at KK Sam Podcast. 
You can join our Facebook group, Sammy Stay Alive Maybe. You can join our Patreon where you can see us being us talking to each other and all kinds of fun things and postmortems and stuff. And we have merch and that's it. Right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm so sorry. My brain is already on Josh Hartnett. So like I'm going to go. Okay. okay. Um, this has been Kim and Kat Stay Alive. So until next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. St- and stay alive. Oh, also. wait. Goodbye. Stay alive. Yeah. Goodbye. Oh, my <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no, my God. My bones. Uh, <laughs> my bones. Goodbye. My bones are gone. My bones and my brain are gone. Everything's gone. Ah, goodbye. Stay alive. <laughs>